kids, Uncle Neil's a W-I-O-D now. So we're going to do this one again. Are you ready, kids? Joey? Ow, ow. Sandy? And Alice. Alice? Where is he, man? Is he in the closet again? Ponderous, man. Ponderous. Hey, Alice. <laughs> You didn't do your bump up bump. I don't want to do that. But you have to. It's part of the song. Now listen. I want a concerted effort to bump up up in this song, or I won't give you those pictures you asked for last week. All right, from the top. Ponderous, all right. 10.07 at WIOD. It's a Wednesday morning. Uh, that Casey. I know. He's something else, I think. <laughs> no, that's the four listeners. I want to thank them. also want to thank some other people. I don't even have the names because I didn't have time last night to write down the names of all the people who sent some of the stuff in. But we actually have some new things. Mm -hmm. I know. And there's nothing like trying new things, right? <laughs> anyway, did you see the barbaric behavior of the people in Sunrise last night. You know, this commissioner, Steve, did a whole oh, show on yeah. it yesterday, mm -hmm. who got caught yeah, with his um, whatever out. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't want to go into a whole thing about that. And there was, Steve had one listener yesterday, and then I turned it off because I got so apoplectic, you know, who said, um, Steve said he thought prostitution ought to be legal, which I agree with, of course. And the guy said, well, why is that? You know, in Europe, prostitution has been legal for a very, very long time in almost all of Western Europe, and they bring it inside, they get these people off the streets, and they clean it up, and they protect the health of the public. But anyway, I don't want to get into that part of it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the commissioner resigned. Mm -hmm. And if you could have seen the behavior of these barbarians in Sunrise last night, man, animals. It was living proof of what I talk about on this show every day. They are the most, I'm not saying everybody, only maybe about 80% of the people in Sunrise are barbaric, and they're animals, and they're disgusting, and they have no... No compassion, no nothing, man. They're just out for blood. And they get what they deserve. They've had nothing but corruption yep. and the grotesque stuff in government up there for as long as I've been down here. I know. And they deserve it because they're a bunch of subhuman douchebags in Sunrise, okay? They make me sick. All you got to do is cross Sunrise Boulevard, and then when it's, you know, you're leaving Plantation, 
and you're crossing into sunrise, it's like you're going into a different world, and all of a sudden the traffic slows down to about 10 miles an hour, and there's this humongous traffic jam. As you get toward Oakland, man, you think the world is coming to an end. Bunch of barbaric douchebags, I'll say it again, in sunrise. Anyway, well, week here. so anyway, I hope you have a good time doing the show today. I have to uh, <laughs> leave. I've got to be at Calder today. I've got a hot tip. <laughs> Shall we think? It's dead. Well, I don't really care. I'll just take them in anyway, but we're going to do a break at 20. 20, okay. okay. Just so we know. I mean, I, I just like to have a ballpark. <laughs> and remind me, starting next week, I'm going to start making my own copies of the log. I know oh, that yeah. that's going to get some people upset, but I, I like to have... You know, it's like when you head out on the highway and you have no idea where you're going, it's sometimes yeah. a good idea to have a road map, <laughs> you know. I mean, once in a while you just play potluck and you figure, well, wherever I wind up has got to be better than where I came from, you know. But um, I like to have a little road map so I know what's going on. Well, I like those copies because you can write things on them like you can't do on the real log. You know? So anyway, the bottom line is that, um, you know, the tapes are going to start going out in the next couple of days, assuming Fat Rich shows up today, because we've got boxes and boxes of stuff. It's a good thing he drives a big car. Mm -hmm. He drives that gigantic um, battleship. Yes, he does. I bet you he once upon a time lived in Sunrise. Because <laughs> in order to live in Sunrise, you have to drive a battleship. Anyway, let's give those numbers out. We're going to get uh, on. we got a lot of new stuff to play here, too, today, That's right. by the way. Mm-hmm. Lots. Like that one that we just played, yeah. which was cute. It was cute. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Casey, uh, I want to thank Spencer for Christmas present. Oh, yeah. Spencer is here, by the way, for anybody in the building who might be listening. Spencer is out there washing frantically, and for 10 bucks, he will do a job in your car and make it look brand new. Yes. So, please. And we thought Spencer brought me some fantastic uh -huh. cigars. And gave me a little present. I thank you Are these that. Cuban nice. cigars? Are they? That'll get some of the anti-bilingual people crazy <laughs> if these are Cuban cigars. You like them. You said you Well, these are Jamaican cigars. But anyway, they're really good. They're mild and they're um, legit. They're not Dutch masters, you know, but, or White Owl, but they're pretty good. <laughs> anyway, 751-WIOD uh, in Dade, 524-WIOD in Broward, and of course those Palm Beach lines. Look at that. The uh, Line 8 is ringing already. No. That's got to be an omen. Well, it's probably a crank. Yeah. 278-WYOD in Boca and 655-9463 in Palm Beach. Yeah, these screens are all screwed up. Really? Which I have no idea how this happens. How you know how I've always said that before? How When you leave on a given day yeah. and then you come back the next day and you wonder just exactly what it is that happened between the time you left and the uh -huh. time you came back. It's like people are playing radio in here at night or something. Well, they are. Are they? They are. They yeah, play they play, radio? Well, I don't know if they play radio, but uh, they're... Because I was the first time I was ever in here at night at last night, night. Yeah. and uh, yeah, there's some interesting people in here. I bet. And they come in and they watch the TV and they probably go through the rack and do a few little things and uh, you know. <laughs> and Tim, of course, is having a nervous breakdown. An engineer because, is uh, here well, now. You know, I don't blame him. This uh, is a very serious problem. What? Okay. In fact, uh, we just may leave if we don't get it straightened out in the next thirty seconds. But uh, oh, listen to that! I like <laughs> yeah, I like those sound effects. Hey, listen, it might wake some of these bastards up. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, Tim is crawling under the table now, ladies and gentlemen. Probably this find is... some extra pasta from yesterday from uh, Flora's in there. <laughs> this is great. Fascinating. What happened? Something come unglued? Just me. Oh. <laughs> anyway, while we're letting you in a little on the inside, most of the shows don't do this. Most people would just sit here and pretend that nothing was going on, but we'd like to let everybody know that uh, we've right. got a little consternation. Because misery loves company. Isn't that the Florida slogan? Okay, should we take a call here? Roger says, do whatever the hell you want. Just leave me alone, okay? I'm going to get out of here in a few minutes, and I don't want to be burdened <laughs> by all these technical screw-ups, okay? Dade County, hello. 
Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Unbelievable. I'm the first call. Yes, you are. Only by the only reason you're the first call is because uh, the screens aren't working. So, um, <laughs> so don't just, let it go to your I'm head. I'm just doing it the real simple <laughs> way, you know, like one, two, three, stuff like that. Well, this is a voice from the past. Really? This is Adam, the former intern at IMZ. I'll be damned. How are you? I spoke to Glenn a few weeks ago when he uh, did the show by himself. I remember. Yeah, hmm. I told him. Uh, I told. I told you I was going to Israel. I still am, and I'd like uh, Neil's permission to call collect from Israel. Just but... as long as you don't put fruitcake on the line. Okay. Uh, yeah. Someone mentioned that he was out He's there. He's there. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll be bumping into him. You never know. So to speak. <laughs> yeah. Don't so, be uh, so sure. So what's doing? <laughs> what's what's going on? You got your own show again on AM. That's great. What do you mean I got my own show on AM? I don't understand. What does that mean? Have I ever been doing somebody else's show? Oh, I meant on the AM. Oh, okay. No, but it's just interesting, the phrasing, phrasing of mm -hmm. that, yeah, that I got my own show. <laughs> well... Well, I didn't want to let it out, but I'm going to be Greg's new sidekick. I didn't want to, because uh, Noodles is uh, evidently going to disappear. Apparently, so. that's the word. Wow. But now that you've kind of let the cat out of the bag or out of the closet or something. <laughs> so anyway, Adam... Any, any corporate secrets there? No. Uh, I, got, I stumbled on some uh, information that... I don't know if it's information, but it's uh, fairly... I thought it was quite interesting. I was uh, viewing Cocoon 2... Uh, you know the movie with all the geriatrics in yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And there's don't a... knock Don Amici. I like Don Amici. Ah, Don Amici was the best part. But uh, there's a scene with Jack Guilford and and some older actress, I don't remember her name, in a St. Petersburg nightclub. Oh, yeah, Mary Pickford, uh-huh. <laughs> and there's a band playing, and I swear to God, they're playing an instrumental version of Rats in My Room. Really? So I think we know where Joey is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, he's old enough to qualify for that movie. There's no question about it. I think, in fact, I think he's the guy that they pulled out of the cocoon, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever you say, Adam. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, well, listen, this has been uh, scintillating, to say the least. I can't help but talk about movies. I remember what happened the last time uh, we spoke. What was that? Well, I tried to do my Oscar predictions on the air. Oh, yeah. But mm -hmm. uh, that was too contrived, yeah. Very contrived. Mm -hmm. But, uh, well, I'm learning. Oh, I know who this is now. I was thinking you were somebody else. Yeah. No, no, this was the two interns oh, that came on that Oh, now I day. know who this yeah. is. No, I thought this, so we had Adam. another Adam yeah. up there who was um, different. very he... famous crank caller, as it turned out. Oh, well. And I kept thinking all along, I haven't really been listening to a word you've been saying. All I was was <laughs> hostile all the way. Now I realize who this is. You're okay. You're a good yeah, guy. Yeah, it's not the same. Oh, this well, is one of those two ugly guys that came in that day. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, See, Rick, I remember that very Rick was clearly. was the other one. Well, actually, there was three. You got some guy from FIU to come on, too. Oh, yeah, but that guy was on for about two seconds. You remember that? Wasn't mm -hmm. that that little kid? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was a little kid who was going to do the show, remember? And he sat well, down he and I said, he okay. He was that little. He was, he was about 21. He was little. <laughs> it all depends on what you're talking about, Adam. Well, listen, have a wonderful day. It's good hearing from you. And yeah, I'm sorry no, that I thought you were a crank. Well, uh... Although, for I've all we know, you might be. Okay, have a great <laughs> life. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Boy, he's a good guy, but he is so terminal, man, yeah. you know? He is so boring, mm -hmm. ponderous, but a good guy. He really is. Mm -hmm. Ugly. It's a 19 past IOD. Give my regards to Neil Rogers. Tell him that I've never heard a smuttier program in my life. It's 1023 at WIOD. we got something that I want to play now, because that call from Adam got me kind of... He's a good guy. I don't want to get him defensive or feeling bad right before the holiday, but he is so boring. <laughs> Isn't he? Oh, well, a little. Come on, be honest. He's terminal. Comatose. <laughs> A great guy, ugly, but comatose. 
Okay, now listen. I want you. To, you're going to just freak out when you hear this. And I should have saved the slip of paper, but I didn't. It's somewhere at home, I guess, with the guys who did this. Because uh -huh. this is. You're going to just go nuts Great. when you hear this. Fortune, uh, fortune cookie Vanna White, <laughs> this is out of the uh, New Inquirer, Vanna White discovered that hell hath no fury like a woman waiting to use the John. At, an LA, at the L.A. Sports Arena for an Anita Baker concert, Vanna beelined to the ladies' room at intermission and tried to sail by a line of about 15 gals anxiously hopping from one foot to the other. <laughs> no way, Vanna, yelled the lady at the front. You've got to wait like everyone else. They all started shouting stuff like, The end of the line is back here, Vanna, and wait your turn like the rest of us. While ignoring the women, Vanna asked a security guard if there was a, get this, VIP restroom. <laughs> nope, is said the guard. VIP? <laughs> <laughs> nope, said the guard. So red-faced Vanna had to slink to the back of the line while the other women stared daggers. That's out of the new Inquirer. That's the December 27th issue. There are a lot of butt lickers out there. There are a lot of butt lickers out there. I think there are a lot of butt, butt lickers, butt lickers out there. Douchebag, 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 douchebag. See, this has got it all. It sure does. Hate bail for Robin Givens is avalanching at the head of the class uh, set. Actually hit a mind-boggling peak of 16,000 hate letters a week. <laughs> and ABC is sweating bullets because many fans write Even it. I don't get that many. <laughs> I know. that they're, they're writing that if Robin isn't fired, they will stop watching head of the class. The producers only moved so far. It's been to trim Robin's part severely. But you're gonna have to stay tuned for that. Okay, that's enough of that. Is that incredible? Beauty. He got so inspired, he just grabbed the Inquirer and started reading immediately. I just can't believe it. That was here. So I want to thank these guys, whoever it was that put that thing together. And then there's even a longer one. See, this right. one's not even really intended for a news bed. This is intended... Oh, I know. But I decided yeah, I know. to... I know. I know. You just hear those uh, screens and you just go nuts. Exactly. Okay, 1026 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward, which is really peculiar. 524-9463. We don't put up with that crap on this show, okay? <laughs> and also the Boca line is open, thank God, at 278-WIOD. Did you see that Rebecca Paul's going to be here next week? Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you that. Next Hopefully she's going to bring us some of the lottery money. Okay? I spread it around a little so. bit. That's going to be incredible. I hear she's going to look great. Yeah. <laughs> New hairdo. She's been made over several times. I can't wait. Uh, we did Miami already, didn't we? Hello. Okay, okay let's, uh, like I said, that line, forget mm. it. Miami, hello. Hello. Yeah. The golf game on the tape for Camilla Sanders? No, it sure isn't. No, I would not do that to Brother Paul. Oh, no? No. Well, would you play the golf game for me now? No. <laughs> okay, two open lines in day. 751-WIOD. We are absolutely taking no requests today, okay? absolutely, positively, beyond the shadow of a doubt, not taking requests now, today. did you get the screen working for that last, those last two calls? Yeah, unfortunately, Good. yeah. It would have been better off, although it would have turned out the same way anyway. Yeah. Okay, and at line eight in Palm Beach is open, too. Let's get the show on the road here, okay? And let's get a lot of women here on the phone today. I'm getting sick and tired. It's getting really ponderous 
of uh, begging for women callers. This There's a strange thing on this station, man. Yeah. You Yesterday don't think it's was... too much sports, do you? <laughs> I think uh, that I know could I'm be... asking the wrong person that could be a factor. Uh, yeah, just a little really, bit too uh, much. What, what do you want, Roger? It yeah. works. It yeah. works great. Everything is fine. Well, he didn't bother to tell you. That's a little <laughs> detail, you know. <laughs> you don't expect them to tell you, do you? No, it's working. It's working just fine. This one over here is um, dead. I think. I think we are going to say shivy for the other one a little while on the screen. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff that goes on here at night. I think. Really? Mm -hmm. I bet there may yeah, be. I have whole, a feeling. Whole nother world. That is correct. That we don't know about. Yeah, and you know, this TV gets a lot of use, and they got games going on all the different screens. They're having a lot of fun in here at night, which is nice. Um, <laughs> let's see. that. Now, see, he took everything off the board. I don't understand why he did that. What happened? Now, this is exciting. I like oh, this. this is getting ponderous, you know, and I didn't expect when I came in this morning quite so much excitement so close to the holidays. <laughs> and then we got salespeople running in and out of here like uh, chickens in heat. You know, just to go in nuts and to go here and do this. and Just everybody relax, okay? Now, see, all these other people, they get all these long, long holidays and all this extra time off. We're going to be here on Monday. Mm -hmm. We're going to be here the following Monday, the day after New Year's. So uh, we don't get any of that stuff off. So why don't they just at least take a chill, you know? Mm -hmm. Just relax a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then after New Year's, then we can all go back to work. But in the meantime, let us just fake our way through and cut out the crap. Now, why it says here that traffic patrol is going to be on working Monday also. They're going to they're going to be doing traffic on Monday. I can't. Oh, and by the way, Pizza Loft is going to be open uh, New Year's Eve and Christmas right. Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's yeah. Day. They're open all the holidays. Tom uh, Denenberg, I shouldn't mention his name, <laughs> wanted me to be sure to mention that. And I'm sure they have a spot coming up later, but I'll just mention that now in passing. So that Tom Denenberg doesn't get uh, a little... Well, you know Tom gets a little hyper. He's a great guy, but just a little bit hyper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he gets a little excited. If he just would calm down a little, take a couple of doggy downers, everything's going to be just fine. You know what I'm saying? Well, salespeople take this so seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like it's life or death. Now, who are we talking about? Oh, it was Tom Denenberg. Don't mention my name on the air. Don't talk about me on the air. <laughs> yeah, he gets hysterical. We're trying to build a fan club for Tom. We want to build a gigantic following out there because he's a great guy and a tremendous salesperson, but he's a little over-involved. You know what I mean? Over-involved. North Miami Beach. Hello. Yes. I'd like to say hello, Neil. And I appreciate your show so much. And I have been wanting for a long time to meet your mother and to have a, a lunching or dinner, whichever would suit you, but I haven't been able... I've been sick for a long time. But yeah, what, that's obvious. What this call is about... Is yeah, a, what is this call about? It's about Glenn. I love... Uh, Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Now, see, she may have been going to say... I think she was going to take a shot. Hey. Yeah. Sounded yeah. like it. She was going to say, I love Glenn, uh, but... I love another one of the Too old. Yeah. I don't want to talk to those old people, Roger. I hey, love yes, your show, but... Hello? Yeah. What's this with the Miami Herald? What about it? They got a thing in there about Sonny Fox making a song. And isn't he's not even with him no more? Did you where, see that? Where is it? Well, we're looking for the Herald. We have every other in paper the, uh, except the Herald. The, the feature section. Oh, there's the Herald. Okay, and the uh, Living Today. Yeah, down here it says they made a song. It sounds like he's still with him, and every, everybody. No, happy. he's not still with him. I talked to Sonny yesterday, and he is not still with him. Okay, trust me. So did I get where? That? Where is this? It's in the left hand. It's in the right hand column, but on the left side there, down underneath GTR's thing. Underneath GTR's thing? How about a page number? Uh, page, um... Might help. 3E. 3E. Oh, well, I'm in the wrong section, I guess. 
3E. That would help. 3E? Yeah. 3E. Oh, E is that one that the radio page is always exactly. on where they have the uh, car ads and stuff like it's that? It's Wednesday, yeah. Right. Oh, there's Alan Burke, the dean. What's he doing? All right. Dean. Boy, they're really on top of things at the Herald. That's only about two weeks old, that story. Yeah, yeah Y100 morning personality, Sonny Fox and Athletes Foot have recorded a Christmas song that's supposed to be Broward Sheriff Nick Navarro singing a message to criminals to the tune of Winter Wonderland. Sonny's not even there anymore. Thank you. Okay. I know, that's what I mean. Yeah, well, Lourdes Acevedo, I'm sure she's a lovely lady, and I've spoken to her a couple of times, but uh, she is so far behind the time that it's incredible. That's the point I'm trying to bring And who's this wrong. little kid up here, Johnny Miller, who looks like, Jeremy Miller, looks like... Uh, Sean Cassidy on a bad day. Yeah, I was going to wonder if you saw that. Who the hell is that kid? Listen, did you guys know that the Colonel does um, spots on, on WIOD during the uh, Dolphin Games? Well, yeah, I'm sure he does agency spots. Oh, I see. Which, well, he's got to do some spots somewhere, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have many over on that show. That's true. Okay, well, listen, well, just want to bring that to your attention. Thanks for the tip-off. Anytime the Herald screws up, man, we want to be the first to know about it. <laughs> exactly. Have a good one. So long, guys. Okay, well, there was a guy who at least made a little bit of sense. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot, but a little bit, right? Boy, what a... Lourdes Acevedo, man. The Herald is so far behind. Isn't it going to be great when Jicka starts <laughs> with the Sun Sentinel? Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, next week, I think, or the week after he starts. In fact, mm -hmm. he's going to be on the show... Uh, first Can week I of get January. This straight out? January 4th, Wednesday the 4th. Tom Jicka is going to be our first guest <clears throat> in WIOD. And then the following week, the rumor has it that Bill Cosford... Just a rumor... Yeah, as mm -hmm. of the moment, it's still a rumor. Don't go to the bank on But that go one. see Rain Man, whatever you do. It's fantastic. You think some of the women who saw Rain Man will call in today and share their... You saw it yesterday, and was I right? Great movie. Even Ro even Roger liked it. Roger is very demanding. <clears throat> well, I do about our friends. The last movie that he liked was <laughs> Gone with the Wind. Jay Michaels and John McLaughlin have worked almost a year on a Christmas special, which is going to air Christmas Eve and throughout Christmas Day. On what? <laughs> on INZ. Oh, on the radio. They, they worked, worked a year on a radio a special. on the special. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love that thing, man. I'm telling you. Nice. And the next time I play it, you got to just restrain yourself because you will. have to listen to all the nuances there in the background. Even Casey is in there a little bit. Great. Saying, I understand. Saying some wild things like Great. ponderous. Okay, it's 1034. Gail Bright has another WIOD news update. We're going to come right back and get to these exciting calls after this. Discovered on the radio page has a more accurate story that Sonny is not on the air. At all. As opposed to the Herald, which is still a year and a half behind. Look what do you want, Spencer? Here? Spencer. Look at Spencer's got that cute little apron. Oh, thank you very much, Spencer. Thank I'm already you, smoking Spencer. these great stogies. They're great. They're tremendous. They're mild and they're wonderful. Where'd you steal them? No, they're great. Yeah, see, he didn't deny it. Thank you very much, Spencer. Again, you won't be here next week. But the next week I'll be back. Yeah, really. Um... Yeah, it was like that call we got a few weeks ago from the guy who, when he found out I wasn't into sports, he was just like so... You're not into sports? He was so amazed. Like, he had never met anyone in his entire life who wasn't, you know, a, a game fanatic. And he said to me, what What do you do? You know, what, what in the world do you do in By your way, life? Does Mr. Sports do sports again this hour? Or do we... No. 
What? Look at that. Whatever, <laughs> they don't whatever know. Whatever we want. <laughs> they don't whatever know. we want. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Just as long as something's going on right. here. The phones keep flashing. They've yeah. been flashing all morning, except that first stuck in a boca line, <laughs> which only calls when we get hostile. Well, if you want to do sports. Am I right? They relate only to hostility. Run the whip that? again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll make okay, them call. Okay, Boca, take this. <laughs> there it goes. It's lighting up. <laughs> Uh, we're watching the line. <laughs> Not enough yet. <laughs> Please, sir, may I have another? <laughs> there it okay. Please. Okay. Please what? <laughs> I already let him know. Spencer's here. He wants to wash your car. He wants your money. Forget about the car. Just give him your money, okay? Thank you, Spencer. Get out of here. 22 before 11 at WIOD. Tamarack, hello. A holiday wish for you and the bird. May the muckaluck stool and spinker be yours through the holiday season. <laughs> that was cute. Well, you guys are cute. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the real purpose of your call, sir? Um, just to take some time off of work. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay, well, listen, while you're thinking about it, um, have a great holiday, okay? Open line in Broward now, 524 W-I-O-D, and we'll go... I have a feeling it's going to be like this all day and going to get worse as uh, Christmas approaches, okay? Right. Could be. We might just play the rack. What are we going to do or next? Or put some of these people on the rack. What are we going to do next Monday? Yeah. That's an excellent question. I was really thinking seriously about staying home mm -hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever you want to do. Boca, hello. Yeah. Neil. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know Steve Thompson from Quick Delivery? Yeah. This is his son. I'm his son. Yeah. Oh, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, it's interesting okay. the way you said that, kind of like, um, I don't know, I'm not really sure I understand, but how you doing? Good. Uh, I've <laughs> called you a couple times, you know, in the past. Did, I, I, did I hang up on you? What? Did I hang up on you? No, you actually talked to me. Wow, incredible. Well, you must be a great caller. Yeah, I'm from Boca High, you know. Well, you that, ex that explains a lot of things, Boca. yeah. What's, what's your yeah. first name? Uh, James. James Thompson. You had to think about it there for just a second, huh? <laughs> Well, I understand. It's a pressure life. I understand yeah. that, Jim. Especially when you go to Boca High. Yeah. Don't ask him how old he is. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, how are you spending your Christmas this year? How am I spending it? Yeah. I'm uh, staying right at home, and I'm going to uh, spend it very quietly. going to go in my pool. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be in the 80s all through the weekend. I'm going to get the heat out of my pool, mm -hmm. get it warm, and I'm going to mind my own business. Sounds great. Isn't that great? Yeah, it does. I'll be going to my dad's house. Well, that's good. Not much. <laughs> huh? I'm not doing that much. Yeah. All right. Well, I just call him, you know, to talk. Just to say hi. Yeah. Well, that's pretty nice. I hope you have a great holiday, Jim. Well, I hope you do, too. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. I see what you mean now. It's 1040, 20 before 11 at WIOD. We have those Palm Beach lines open. Where are the women this morning? Where are these stinking women? No, I don't want you to look. Let's not, don't do that. This is not the Steve Kane show. We don't uh, do contrived, you know, whatever pops up here mm -hmm. is fine with us. Steve has open phones again today, by the way, which is great. great. Must be the holidays. And uh, that was Councilman Stern that I was thinking of. I keep forgetting his name for Me some too. reason. Yeah. In Sunrise. Mm -hmm. And Me again, too. I'm not going to rehash the whole thing because Steve did a good job on it yesterday. But uh, the bottom line is the behavior of those people last night, like a bunch of barbarians, like like just, you know, Yelling. out to kill. Yeah. Hostile and hateful and nasty and rotten to the core. That's Sunrise. <laughs> And then I love the way the mayor, what is his name, Larry Hoffman? I mm -hmm. love the way he says, well, you know, it uh, reflects badly on Sunrise. gives us a bad image. Hey, Larry, you already got a rotten image in Sunrise, okay? 
who the hell in their right mind wants to um, go into that town? And they say he's real happy about it. Oh, well, sure he is, because they hate each other. Yeah. They're political enemies, so naturally he's just, um, you know, quietly foaming at the mouth. Well, why does that happen in no other town down here? Only Sunrise? Well, I wouldn't say it happens in no other but town. But not to the extent. Well, Sunrise, of course. Well, because of the nature of the people who live there. Yeah. It's the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What comes around goes around, or something <laughs> like that. Miami, hello. Hi, Neil. Listen, how is it that you guys can sound so relaxed and the guy uh, taking the calls is like in a panic? Because you know, he just... Uh, okay, uh, because he... Sir, do you want an answer to the question? Uh, yeah. Because he just finished doing the Ranieri show. <laughs> oh, that explains it. Listen, I got a couple things for you. Uh, last night on Larry King's open phone... <laughs> yes. His first call was a guy who, who uh, was talking about him being on Bob Costas mm-hmm. the other day. He said, you were interviewed, right? And then he plays his tape and he says... What Larry King knows about broadcasting, you could put in a symbol and leave a bunch... Oh, yeah, a that's what I said, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. I'm falling asleep here. And I said, wait a minute, I know that voice, that's Neil. So what did Larry say? I'm curious. Larry hung up on him. What do you uh, think? Oh, poor Larry. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, Larry also did a really nasty thing. You know, they were talking about Don Shula. Mm-hmm. And uh, Larry's talking about... Um, he took some, I don't know, said some pretty nasty things. And then Costa said, what a nicer guy you'll never find. And there was a long pause. <laughs> and Larry said, yeah, nicer guy you'll never find. A great guy. Yeah. And then Larry started in with these things about, well, there's rumors that there are a lot more drug problems on the team than just Duper, okay? Yeah. Now, you know, the last thing after this season and everything that's gone wrong, for him to say that on a, a syndicated national radio show... So unnecessary, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, that would be like my sitting here and saying, well, there are rumors that Larry King is uh, writing bad checks again. Rumors, yeah, if you make them up, there are rumors, sure. But what kind of a thing was that to say? Totally unnecessary. Well, you know, i, I got to give him a little bit of credit. He seems like he's mellowed since his, a little tiny, tiny bit since he's had his uh, heart surgery. Since they put that pacemaker and they shut it off every half hour just to conserve <laughs> to keep, energy. Keep him low-key, huh? Yeah, I'm not a big uh, Larry King fan, even though we, of course, are delighted to have him as part of the <laughs> WIOD family. But... Um, Here's a guy who's been very, very lucky, okay? He's kissed a lot of butt, and he's, uh, you know, kissed the right butts and all of that stuff, and he's uh, making a fortune, you know, which yeah. I don't begrudge him. I don't begrudge anybody making a living. But uh, he's uh, he, he put himself on his pedestal, and he just thinks that he's God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's never asked a tough question in his life, which is why all these guests just love coming back. At the beginning of every interview he does on CNN, my good friend Jerry Falwell, yeah, my good friend got, Adolf Hitler, my good friend... So no matter who it is... Immediately, you know he's not going to ask the real tough questions because he's a butt licker, okay? Sure, like Tom Snyder right before. Exactly. All right, listen, I got a couple more things. But we're delighted to have them as part of the WIOD family. <laughs> the guy that does. And the dean is a friend of WIOD. <laughs> the guy that does the. Even though we wish he'll keep his decrepit old act in Philadelphia. The guy that does the voiceovers for IOD. He's like the. Uh... Scott. God, yeah, exactly. He's, uh, you know, I mean, when it, when you guys were on AM, it was Jay all over till you were puking, and then now on IOD, you got this guy, but he's got a better voice. But he does everything. He's great, and he's I've heard him on on Wins doing uh, uh, what's his name, Austin Burke commercials. He does uh, voiceovers. I work for Specs, and we 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 got some Christmas tapes. He did the voiceovers there. Yep. Somebody said, "Hey, I think I heard that guy's voice at Epcot when we were up there." Probably. You know, could be the guy. The guy is uh, incredible. He works yeah. for IOD. Yeah, he hangs around with Disney. That's why he's at Epcot. And the last thing, Neil, the uh... you notice that was just <laughs> okay. Oh, go yeah, ahead, yeah, he does actually work here, sir. Okay. And he's on GTR, and I hear him on Channel oh, Seven. Oh yeah, that he's was everywhere. my question. Did he yeah. do the Jamaican bobsled? Yeah. Okay. All right. Put that one to bed. The last thing is the uh, the bit you played, your mama, it was done by a couple of friends of mine. There it comes. 
Go ahead. And I think we should give credit where credit is due. Okay, I am sorry that I left that slip home, but uh, that's okay. That I, I would have worn it to work. Today is on now. Turn it on. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, by a guy, uh, interestingly enough, who was recently uh, one of Prince's engineers in Minneapolis, and his name is Eddie Miller. And it was done by and that the uh, the Neil Rogers part was was uh, dubbed by another guy, Eddie, and another guy named Jim, who also works for Specs. Oh and, God. Uh, Oh, God. And the I mail, want to make the, sure that if they're listening... The mail just came here. No, I want to thank them very much because it's a great uh, bit, mm -hmm. and I'm very appreciative. All right. And the last thing is, if they're listening, I just want to make sure they understand that they are douchebags and mung brain. Okay, have Listen a great mail. day, Thanks pal. a lot. So Bye. Okay, well, that's not too bad. There are two things in mail, but one of them is, like, uh, not all that full, yeah. so it's... No. D. Oh, no, no, wait a minute. Oh, We're not wrong. ready here yet. Okay, it's 10.50. Well, we got all this mail. I'm just drowning in mail. Yeah, well... By the way, Fat Rich has called City. We'll be here around noon. And, of course, we trust that means with lunch from Flores, including my salad. Please. <laughs> well, not please or else. <laughs> we don't want to be pushy or anything. He's a great guy, but, um, you know, he made a commitment. Mm -hmm. Or did I make it for him? I think you made it for well, him. Well, that's too bad, okay? It's all right. Okay, here's, look at this. I've opened up three... Checks. I haven't gotten to the uh, tapes yet. It's two hundred bucks. Jeez. A hundred dollar check in two fifties for Camillo's house. This is great. This is um, just beyond belief. Miami. Hello. Hi Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Okay. What's up? I like a porn operator. He's relaxed, but doing the Ranieri show would what have you like him? The guy doesn't he repeat things twice? Well, Mike wants to make sure you hear it. He says everything twice because he's got a lot of people in his audience who are hard of hearing. <laughs> He knows what... He's been in this town a long time. He knows where he is. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> you bet. Neil, could you play the... Uh, now, wait a minute. Is it, this isn't a request, is it? It's a didn't, didn't I say very clearly that I was not doing requests today? Didn't I say that as clearly and as articulately and as, uh, as it is humanly possible to say? But do it for a nice Jewish boy. No. Your mama, Neil. No. But help me. What? What did he say? He made him mad because you wouldn't play his request. He was mumbling. I couldn't understand. It was probably something really obscene. I have no idea. Now, what is this? With a tape. I've been following you from station to station since the days you first appeared on WKT. Thank you for the tape. There's no tape in this. <laughs> Another one of those. No wonder they're saying thank you for the tape. There's no tape. Well, Incredible. Some of you people, man, play stupid, you know, but mm. I think the bottom line, although it's a $25 check, so mm. Annie in Hollywood, we'll, uh, we'll come up with a tape. I'm going to go out and buy a bunch of 90-minute cassettes. I shouldn't say that on the air, though, because look oh, at this. No. Next check from Ed in Pompano Beach, $200. <sighs> and he doesn't even want a tape, okay? Yeah, good. Boy, this is incredible. Two, three, I just, I can't get over this. 1053 at WIOD will go, to, oh, Sunrise, hello. Hi. Hello, I'm not going to say a word about the council because I could care less. Okay. Uh, How about the people who live there and behave like barbarians? Well, I don't see where that people behave like barbarians. I've been living here for ten years. Like animals, like disgusting subhuman vultures who want everybody's skin, who just can't wait to make somebody miserable and hostile. I'd like to talk about what you said Friday, if you don't mind. What is about, that? Uh, In fact, this caller sounded a little bit hostile mm -hmm. already. Yeah. About mm -hmm. Karen Carpenter? What about it? You are picking on a dead person when you pick on her. Yeah, she I know. died of a disease. What do you mean I'm picking on her? Well, you were sitting there saying, uh, you know, let's go on the Karen Carpenter diet. No, I didn't I mean, say let's go on a Karen Carpenter diet. I said that one of our people here looks like she's on a Karen yeah, Carpenter diet, meaning that she looks anorexic. Times. 
My brother told me to tune in, and uh... and you don't like the show, so rather than just tuning it out, you got to call. It figures you're from Sunrise, okay? Yeah, You've been hanging I, out I there too long. You. How how old are you? How old are you? Twenty nine. How old? Twenty nine. I'm old enough to know better, okay? I'm old enough to know that if I don't like something, I don't call a guy and tell him how to do the show. I turn on something else, okay? Yeah. And, uh, when you... When you what are you laughing about? What's so funny? What's so funny, pal? You you used to be somebody that was on issues, I heard. I don't do issues, sir. Issues Talking issues in this town is like doing a radio show in a cemetery, okay, sir? When you came out of the closet, you left your brain in it. Yeah, that's right. And you know something? I think you ought to go back in the closet. Sunrise. Was that call from Sunrise? Sunrise, yeah. Yeah. Been hanging around there too long with those old farts. Twenty-nine years old, and he sounds like a seventy-year-old old old (laughs) fart. That's your problem, okay? And as soon as he started protesting, oh, he's lived there for how many years? And he lived ten years, and he doesn't see any of that. What are you doing, sir? Are you hiding in a closet with blinders on? I guess you got to be out of your mind not to see the way those people behave up there. I think he likes it. It's like, uh, you know, one, once you cross the plantation sunrise line, it's like you've gone into a sun city or something. It's unbelievable. I think he's been on the Karen Carpenter brain diet. I think that's his problem. No sense of humor. Everything has got to be taken literally. Mm-hmm. Boy, I can just imagine him writing his letters in another 10, 15 years, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you get out some prune juice and give yourself a good brain enema, sir? Plantation, hello. Hello. And Merry Christmas to him, too, yes. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. And Happy Tishabov. <laughs> what do you want, sir? Um, I just want to call and tell you I think your show is great. You and the bird. No, it's not. We're terrible. We pick on Karen Carpenter and dead people. We're disgusting. Oh, well, hell, she's dead anyway. Yeah, that's right. So is Elvis. Is de- well, Elvis may or may not be dead, but they're doing a lot of stuff on him. I don't hear him complaining about Elvis. No, well. I think he's probably in the closet with Karen Carpenter's picture. Probably got a Karen Carpenter blow-up doll. <laughs> Doesn't take a lot of air to fill it up. What Weighs about three pounds. Sunrise. What's that? Enough says he's from Sunrise. I know, yeah. I know, but I'm just getting says hysterical. Those people in Sunrise, man, those of us who live in Plantation, we want Sunrise off the map, okay? That's we true. want them all to move at least to Tamarack and maybe up to Coral Springs. Oh, God, Coral Springs. Well, Coral Springs work. is pretty repressive. That's where these people would be happy. Well, I just wanted to call because you said nobody from Plantation ever called yesterday. That is true. Well, the people in Plantation are a little more mellow. they got other things to do. You know, oh, they, yeah. they listen, but they have other things to do. They're really mellow. People in Sunrise, they haven't got a damn thing to do but be miserable and try to share it with everybody else like that last douchebag. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. want to get hung up on him, but what an idiot. This is true. Thank God his brother at least has got some taste, okay? Uh-huh. His brother's 106. <laughs> Bird, I think you're great, too. No buts. Thank you, sir. Well, listen, have a wonderful holiday, sir. We needed a little moral support. Yeah. Your balance yeah. sir, today. You balanced it out. Uh-huh. We appreciate it. I love plantation. So do I. <laughs> it's a great you American city. Good vacation, too. You, too. Mm. Talk to you later. What did he say? Uh, we have an open know. line in... I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't make any difference after that one idiot from Sunrise. Creeping death. That's what Sunrise... Like Sunrise Lakes. Phase 2. Somebody ought to put something in their Metamucil over there in Sunrise. That's what they ought to do. Make them do a little Mexican tap dance out in the middle of University Drive. Might, <laughs> may, might get them to go a little bit faster. It might motivate them to put their foot on a goddamn gas and go somewhere. Instead of sitting there in their battleships in the middle of the road going 10 miles an hour. Acting like they're all on their way to Burger King. We should fix them up with that 40-year-old uh, lady from uh, Fort Lauderdale, you know, the one who uh, wants all the young people yeah, out Yeah, Susan town. Martin, Jr. Yeah, they would be a great couple. 
Oh, we got another call from Sunrise. Yes, hello, Neil. <laughs> yeah. Buenos dias. Yeah. How are you doing? Listen. Easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Neil. Um, you don't know that last guy, do you? Uh, no, I don't. Um, um, I've been here only for, for about two years. Well, get the hell out of there before and it's too late. You'll wind up just like him, sir. <laughs> that's what I'm planning to do. I'm planning to get out of here. Good. Uh, people here are, you know, are pretty old, pretty grouchy, and uh, nasty, rotten, nasty, vile, right. vulgar, disgusting, <laughs> subhuman. That's right, hateful. and, and hateful. Everything's true. You say about the way they drive. We don't have we don't have any adultery here in Sunrise. Of course not, because most of the people live in Sunrise can't even do it. Okay. Yeah, I also like to talk about. It's like about Patty's Patty's place. They you know have a little wiggle is about all they ever got <laughs> in the last twenty years. Yeah. That's true. I also want to talk. The only thing they were wiggling was their enema bag. Uh huh. Uh, I don't want to get I don't want to get emotional on this, okay? Because I know it's uh, almost Christmas. Yeah. I like the weather down here, and I like the city, but the people who live here. That's right, sir. You hit it. You are perfect. Mm -hmm. Absolutely right mm -hmm. on target. The weather is great. The climate is great. The natural beauty is great. It's the people that suck. You're absolutely right. You're, that's right. Like, how, let me ask you, how old are you? I'm 20 years old. 20 years old. I beg you, I plead with you, get out of Sunrise before it's too late, mm -hmm. okay? There's still time. I'm telling you, it's still time for you. You sound like you still have it together. Get out of that yeah. godforsaken town before they make you into one of them. I don't think you're, I don't understand why I should get out. Maybe they should get out. There you, okay, that's else. even better. That's even better. I'll move to Sunrise and we'll get them all out. That's right. That sounds great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do that. Well, listen, have a great Christmas. All right, Neil. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. What my an stomach hour. is churning. I'm ready to blow my brains out. I thought we were going to have a nice, it's almost Christmas day. You're so naive. I know. These people, they couldn't give a damn less. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. Let's put that one guy on the Karen Carpenter diet, okay? Because he made me want to stick my finger way down my throat. 524-WIOD in Broward. Gail Bright has the 11 o'clock news, and we'll come back to you. Fascinating. Okay, enough with the mail. Um <clears throat> It's 11.05 at WYOD. I want to thank uh, Sioux City Sue for her $25 check for Camilla's house. Oh, haven't heard from her in a while. And I want to thank Craig Worthing for uh, the note and a cute cartoon. That Craig. Christmassy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that cute? <laughs> and uh, that's about where we are, okay? It's 11.05, and we're going to go back to the phones. We got our first call from Pittsburgh. Hello. How you doing? Pittsburgh. Actually, I'm in Greensburg, which is a little west of Pittsburgh. Greensburg? That's where the Mountain View Inn is. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, it is. Are you really there, or are you just pulling my leg? No, I swear. In fact, i got to come home early now because of what I spent sitting on hold. I won't be able to afford to stay up here. Well, whatever you do, don't go to the Meadows, man. Uh, I'm not sure where the Meadows is. It's, probably, here, it's in Washington, PA. It's probably not open this time of the year anyway. I'm sure it's not. Well, yeah, we got hmm. here. We first got here, it was real cold. Now it's like in the 50s. It's getting real cold again. Of course, me and my wife are both really sick now. But uh, the we got here right after the uh, the football game, the Pittsburgh. Uh, well, you got there after the game. Right. The next well, that's day. good because it postponed your sickness a little while, I guess. If you'd well, gotten there before the game, you'd really be sick. Well, the local media really criticized Miami fans because of all these trade rumors about Marino and how they're all criticizing Marino after a 4,400-yard performance. And uh, I mean, the, the Steelers stay—they're they're sold out. They've been sold out forever, even though they had a lousy year. And they're thinking, you know, how the hell can you complain about a, a Dan Marino? Um, how can the fans not be supporting them, especially when things are going down? The people that pay for it—we'd be more than happy to have them up here. But that's true. It's uh, you know, they're really ragging on him, and it's his fault, a hundred percent. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense in how they can't sell, sell out even the brand new stadium and all the rest of that stuff. 
But uh, you know, aside from being sick and not being able to listen to you guys for another like, another seven days, it's uh, it's really painful. So anyway, but I was good sitting on hold listening to the Sunrise people. Kind of made me feel like I'm home again. Yeah, yeah, I feel right at home, don't you? Listening yeah. to those miserable, nasty, rotten, disgusting, subhuman. Well, there was really only one. Well, right before I left Boca, there's a new Albertsons in Boca that just opened up. And they had these uh, uh, hot dogs there. We get a hot dog for a quarter, hot dog or a Coke for a quarter. And there's a big sign on there. And it's only maybe a mile from the Century Village in Boca. So they loaded up buses and came out to get their, <laughs> their quarter hot dogs. Oh, boy. And you should have seen they were complaining bitterly. This one guy was complaining because he thought it was a quarter for both a hot dog and a Coke. <laughs> and, he was really, and then another one was, was mad because they weren't kosher. Yeah, you got it. Oh, wait. You got one, it right to a T. One last South Florida story before I left. We went up to the Lantana Christmas tree before we left. And uh, the old people were complaining because there were too many little kids underfoot and made it difficult to walk around. Yeah. As if, why, why, what, what would the old people have to be at the Christmas tree for to begin with? That, that reminds me of that old fart from New England who called to tell me that all the racetracks up there closed up because of the miners' bill because they let kids in the track and they used to spill their hamburgers all over the old people. <laughs> well, anything for free because they don't charge anything at the, at the Christmas tree. So anything for free, you see the buses lining up. Yeah. Well, listen, my... maybe, maybe we could uh, get them free transportation out of town. Let's <laughs> keep going north. If we could get them to bite on that one, man, I'd uh, chip in. Believe Maybe that'll be our next collection drive. <laughs> I'm going to go for quarter hot dogs and just keep on heading north. There you go. All right, it was good talking to you again. Okay, listen, have a safe... Uh, when are you coming back? Coming back the, the 20th or the 29th, I'm not sure yet. Well, just enjoy it while you can. It may be cold, but there might be a few living and breathing folks up there. No, the people up here are pretty normal. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Take care. Okay, bye. Call from Pittsburgh. Stick a pin in the map there. Yesterday we had a call mm -hmm. from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Boy, the mail here is just incredible today. I haven't even gotten to the tapes yet and I got all these checks. How do you like that? Great. How do you like them apples? Okay, we got two open lines, and of course they're the Palm Beach lines. Boca two seven eight W I O D, and why do I even bother? You know, Palm Beach six five five W I O D. Why even waste my time? Now you understand when they call from up there, they're calling from a different area code. You know, I don't know if that's a factor in anything. Don't you understand? Not. They don't have to dial one. It doesn't cost them anything. I understand that. These lines are well, I know that. in their area code. Yeah, I know, but they are in another area code. It's no They're in another excuse. zone. <laughs> That's, it. That's what I'm trying zone. to say. That Miami, hello. Hello? Yeah. Is this Neil? Yes. Yeah, I'm, is this an open show? Is it what? Is this an open show? No, we're discussing brain surgery today, sir. Oh, I, w I would like to know, why are you so unkind to old people? Yeah, why are you so unkind to me, sir? Because you're a um, subhuman retard. Subhuman douchebag, you mean? No, you're a subhuman retard. Oh, okay. You having a good time today? I would much rather listen to Sandy Payton and listen to... Well, well, let me ask you a question, okay? Yes. You think you could answer it? Can you handle this, sir? Yeah, I can Since Sandy it. is on right now, why aren't you listening to her show? Because I just had to call and tell you... No, no, wait a minute. You couldn't possibly have been hearing what a subhuman cretin I am if you were listening to Sandy's show. Why aren't you listening to her show? Why should I listen to her show? You just got through saying you'd rather listen to her any day. Didn't you just say that, or am I hallucinating? You're hallucinating. You're a retard. Okay. Ten minutes after 11 at WIOD. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> hey, listen, I couldn't give a damn less. I'm opening up these checks. we got enough money here to sink a battleship for Camilla's house, and the people are really doing it. And it's the uh, morons who have nothing better to do who are, you know, like making the last phone calls guy, today. yeah. Just like him. Not the last morons. guy. He's um, in Sunrise. And, boy, when they find out about it, they're going to be really upset. Remember Irving from Homestead? I'm his brother, Howard. You should have hung up on him the first time he called. P.S. Zeta sucks. <laughs> well. Wonderful card from Homestead. <laughs>
Yeah, I, you know Irving from Homestead? Chronic. Oh, chronic caller. I bet you Nick puts him on. Guarantee. Nick puts every... He denies it, but he puts every chronic caller on. Okay, it's uh, 11 past 11 at WIOD. We have an open line in mm. date if you move real quickly, like if you're in Homestead at uh, 751-9463. And I want to tell you about... Kicking ass with 50,000 watts of power all over South Florida. From the Keys to the Palm Beaches, even out to the Bahamas. This is WINC. 11.14 at WIOD. Get those letters right now. Mm -hmm. 19067 bucks was our total coming into the day for Camilla's house. I'm not even a tenth of the way through the uh, tapes that are in here. Just mm -hmm. just through the letters. And there are going to be like five, six, seven hundred bucks here already in checks. Mm. So we got a real good shot at that twenty-five grand, That's which true. will buy them the van plus, yes. plus many thousands left over to uh, make sure that they have plenty of food and goodies for uh, Christmas. Okay, Lauderdale by the Sea. Hello. Hi. How you doing, Neil? Okay. I just wanted <clears throat> to tell you that you're a panic on the show. All these women are ragging on you. I think it's incredible. All these women are ragging on me? Well, all the women. I'm listening all morning. I mean, they're probably not pretty terrific with their husbands because they're rag taking all their frustrations out on you. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad they've got are this. Are you is sure therapy. that all the assholes are moving from Sunrise into Lauderdale by the sea? Because I'm, I'm a, a store merchant here, no? You're a what? A new store merchant. I have a store down here at Lauderdale by the sea. Oh, yeah. Good luck to you. What good luck to me? They're all Attitude City here, too. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a suburb of Sunrise. Yeah, you're terrific. Okay. Thank you. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. Bye. 1116 at WIOLD. <laughs> and we have an open line in Broward, 524-WIOLD. 524-9463. Miami Beach, hello. Yes, Neil. Uh, God bless you for everything. Uh, by the way, uh, I have a couple of items. I hope you won't cut me off. I probably will, sir. You're pretty old. Hmm, why are we putting all these old people on the phone, Nick? Nick just loves to do this to me, man. <laughs> no, the I'm older they get, the sooner they get on. Immediately. I'm 63. I'm not Like old. I said, you're ancient, pal. <laughs> but, but now, it's just a little joke. It's a little Sukkot joke. Yeah, Left over from October. What is that? Oh, it's an empty box. Thank God. Don't bring any more mail in here. I'll get sick. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, Neil, let me tell you a little personal thing that uh, they were singing. You have a little personal thing? Sir, we don't discuss that kind of stuff on this show. Uh, they, were, they, they were singing chestnuts in the open fire uh, before, and uh, I went to uh, high school, grammar school, and Hebrew school with uh, Mel Torme, who wrote that song in Chicago. So who cares? Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, Neil, I got a terrific quinella for you. Oh, look at that. There's the mystery picker. Yes, the right there. You're my picker. Dressed Christmas. as Santa. That's cute. What do you want, sir? Uh, here's the quinella. We don't want to hear your life story about no. Mel Torme and you once ate, you know, with um, A.J. Dewey at the uh, S&S cafeteria. Uh, we don't want to hear that. All right, Give us something that we can sink right. our teeth into. All right, listen. Like some rotten halava. Yeah, uh, the quinella is too... Well, yeah, put boring on her. You're the one that put him on, okay? Not me. You're the one that put him up first. I'm not going to, you know, he likes to put this boring crap on the screen. Wait, you wait. couldn't tell that by talking to this guy? That he was 150? You're pretending to be 63. Wait till you hear this, though. He just left the one off the front of the age, yeah. Wait till you hear this. Football. How's your brother Methuselah doing, sir? Yeah, wait the Super Bowl uh, deal. God the, almighty. The, the I feel like I'm back at KAT again. Yeah, there are two teams at the Super Bowl. Yeah, there are two, yeah generally two teams. I'm yeah, very you know, good, sir. You know One of them be? is coached by Mel Torme. No, let me tell you who they're going to be. Maybe this is the guy that's hanging over the fire and the woman is saying nothing like chestnuts roasting over over an open fire. Yeah, yeah this is a very good quinoa. There's a connection between these two teams. 
Oh, God. Hey, well, listen, it's been nice uh, talking to you, sir, and I hope you have a wonderful Shavuos. It's 1118 at WIOD. What a And call. we have an open line in Dade. If you move real quickly, you can fill up the line where this uh, guy was just doing his Geritol. 751-9463. Mm. Do you believe that? I didn't expect this day today. This day today. I, I wasn't here opening the mail, figuring, well, it's the holiday week. Let's just... Uh, I should never, ever forget where I am, man. Every once in a while, I get carried away, and I watch the Weather Channel this morning, and they have the five-day forecast, uh -huh. and it's going to be in the yeah. 80s, and it's going to be great. great. And I'm not one of those people who wants it to be cold at Christmas. We already had our cold snap. Mm -mm. I like it to be Mild. in the 80s. I yeah. like it to be warm. I like nice. to go in the pool and enjoy life and like uh, that kind of thing. Too. And uh, I thought, boy, this is going to be great. And then, of course, we came in here. <laughs> Miramar, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yeah. It's uh, a young guy from Miramar calling. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> you must know Johnny Depp, huh? Oh, uh, Johnny, yeah. He, um, he's a good friend of mine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys probably once lived in that car together. No, really, he is. Uh, must he have smelled pretty bad. He Miramar. lived in that car with a whole bunch of guys. We went to school with him at Miramar. He works out in uh, the same gym that I work at. Really? Yeah. You don't know Bobby Darren, do you? Sure. The Lone <laughs> Crusader? Oh, God. <laughs> the Lone Crusader? You've heard of him. Yeah. And uh, Dave Caprita works out in there every day. We're really getting it today, aren't we? <laughs> Man. It's all well, I hey. need is to hear from Bobby Darren wishing me a happy weekend. Neil, <laughs> Neil, listen. This yeah. is Bobby. And I, I, I call to, to wish oh. you a happy holiday. 19 past 11 at WIOD. We have oh. two open lines in Broward. If you move quickly now, 524-9463. You know, I'm going to... Isn't it interesting how I mentioned that? Yeah. You know how Captain Dave used to lay on the floor? Yeah. I'm going to get down on the floor today. I may get down, down on the floor and pray <laughs> today. I may get religion. I may take gonna, it up today. I'm going to try story. it, yeah. Rich asked that you announce to Carmine that he's coming to pick up your food. That Rich... <laughs> He's been driving that big uh, puddle jumper for too long, that big battleship. He's getting just like those people in Sunrise now. In other words, he wants to make sure he doesn't have to pay for it. That's what he's trying to say. Ah, this is a day. And you know what they say in Sunrise? They get very upset if you pay for it. That is what they say. That's what they said last night. Yeah. Matter of they get real upset if you have to pay for it. Yeah. Because we don't have any of that going on in Sunrise. Yeah, that's right. Even the young people are impotent in Sunrise, okay? Once you cross the border there, a Sunrise Boulevard, and you get you go about a, I don't know, it's half a block, half a long block, and you get to that sign, and it says, like, mm -hmm. a plantation wishes you good luck in Sunrise, <laughs> something like that, it says. And then you know you're in real deep trouble. Oh, Sunrise is on five. <laughs> Hello? I don't like the way you're talking about people from something. Oh, what a phony voice, sir. Come on, can't you do better than that? I, I can't you I do better than that? Okay, sir, can like I that. get you to start over again? Come on, try a different voice. I hope that I hope that fellow from Sebastian goes down there and rips your face off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what a bad phony voice, okay? And he wasn't even from Sunrise. He was from Lauderdale Lakes. I don't want to get that lady upset, but I I could tell by the accent he was from Lauderdale Lakes, couldn't you? Dead giveaway. <laughs> that Lauderdale Lakes accent. Yeah, he sounded like he had a mouthful of marbles or marbles. something. Yeah. yeah, like he had Claude Pepper syndrome. <laughs> Friends, I'm not voting for member number ten. What a place this is, man. This state. No wonder the state is shaped like uh, like the way it is, okay? Boy, this is really a festive show today. It sure is, Like man. a festival. I'm so almost. happy that I could just, uh, I don't know whether to scream or eat 16 bananas. The holiday spirit. But we do have an open line in Broward now. Oh, no, it's flashing. Look at that on this screwed up phone system where it, uh, like, flashes intermittently, you know. Well, it's an old phone system. It's tired. It flashes a little bit, and then it takes a little siesta, and then it flashes again. And sooner or later, Nick answers it, and if it's somebody real old, he puts him on right away. If it's somebody ancient, somebody who sounds 
at least 500 years old. <laughs> Mobile. Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay. First time caller. Good to hear. Well, welcome to a real exciting show today, sir. Yeah, you got some winners. We're doing it, boy. Listen, I wanted to give you a pig report. Yeah. You know, letting you know that the people, you know, the state troopers are doing their job well down here. We got a bimbo in a brown wrapper running up and down Dixie Highway. A bimbo in a brown wrapper. I like yeah. that. That'd be a good name for a song, wouldn't well, it? Well, she's just pulling cars over like you wouldn't believe. I was sitting here watching her, and I just cannot believe this girl is gone. She's been just steady hour and a half pulling people over. You know, it's just unbelievable. They're getting their quota real quick. Now, where is, the, where is this? This is at Southwest 248th Street. Between oh. 248th and 228th. Way down there, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm deep, that dark as Bumstead. Yeah. So, anyway, just want to make this a quick one and uh, wish you all a Merry Christmas. Okay, and the same to you, sir. All righty. Okay. Good luck to you. Little uh, WIOD pig report there. It's 1123. But maybe take, we're going to take a lot of calls from Sunrise today. We do have an open line in Broward. That's our one line that if you want to get in on right now, if you're in Sunrise only, please, mm -hmm. we would love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Get it out of your system, okay? Start the new year with an empty um, <laughs> something. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's already on there, man. That's great. Okay, 23 past 11. We'll take a little break. 1126 at WIOD. we got something very special now that we just opened, and it's in the wastebasket, part of it. Mm -hmm. Our first French-Canadian... For the Camillus house. Unusual. Filled with expletives, mm -hmm. vulgarity, <laughs> grotesque, barbaric crap, and their contribution, you'll hear it dropping on the table, <laughs> for the Camillus house, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Canadian quarter, which is worth about 20 cents. <laughs> Maybe 21 and a half, 22. Mm -hmm. Okay, 27 past 11 at WIOD, and Boy. let's go to a Broward. Hello. Let me try it again. Hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. I sent my money for, for Brother Paul. Great. How much did you send? Uh, I don't know. Oh. A lot. A lot? What, a dollar? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? A lot. A lot. I was saving for a bike, and then I, I sent it to Brother Paul instead. Well, that's good. That was very nice of you. Oh. You want to hear a joke? No. Oh, why not? No, no jokes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Wait. What? Uh... Did you see Santa coming to town? Yeah, I saw Santa. He had his finger in his nose. <laughs> okay, you have a nice holiday. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye, Neil. 28 past 11 at WIOD, Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I'd like to... I hear you're so disillusioned and working on those two days that everybody else is off. I'd like to come in and do the show for you and the bird. No, thanks, pal. It's 1128. We have an open line in uh, each county in Dade and Broward. <clears throat> 751-W. If you keep putting these old people on, man, I'm going to do an hour on you. I really am going to do an expose on all the crank calls on everything. Trust me. <laughs> Keeps putting these old, old. Just hang up on them. I don't even want them on hold. Just get rid of them. He, see, he's enjoying it. He's a sadist. <laughs> well, that Put blind Mike on the other day. Puts uh, Bob from Pompano on every ten minutes. Puts uh, Phil on. Phil. A.K.A. Uh, Paul Harvey <laughs> Jr., A.K.A. Pain in the Ass. <laughs> what a maniac. <laughs> okay, hello. Hello there. Yes, Neil? sir. Yep. Happy holidays to you and everybody there. And the same to you. Thank you very much. Uh, I wanted to 
I'm from Detroit originally. Yeah. West Bloomfield. And, uh, West Bloomfield. Yeah, and I'll I know be you're on a diet, and I just heard uh, Steve talk about the uh, La Dome, but i, I got to talk about Lafayette Coney Island. Does that ring a bell with Well, you? of course, though, those incredible oh. hot dogs. Not as good as down in Bob's in Rochester, but uh, a whole different well, category. I don't know about that, but, you know, everybody well, has I do. their own choice. Uh, yeah. But uh, they're great. They're they nice. were great. I'm going up there right after the first of the year. In fact, uh, a friend of a friend of mine was the um, gentleman who started that whole chain, the Coney Island thing up there. Right. Owned it. Right. Many, many years, about 20 years ago. Can you tell me, did he also own the one next door called the American Coney I, Island? I don't have any idea. No, Lafayette. Lafayette was on Lafayette Street, right near the courthouse there. Yeah. And right next door, was uh, they opened up another one, which was called the American Coney Island. Now, do you remember a Polynesian restaurant? I think it was on Bagley Street, Cass and Bagley, Cass called and the Bagley. Chintiki. Yeah, they closed up many, many. They had the big handles on the doors. Chintiki. Now, don't go running out of here. There he goes. All we got to do is reminisce about any city that he isn't from, and he leaves the building. Okay, goodbye. Lock the door and keep him out, okay? I'm tired of the uh, Grinch that stole Christmas. I got all these cranks on here, and right away he's getting hysterical. You know, in those days, uh, you know, there, there were some good restaurants in Detroit, and uh, Kentucky was one of them. Yep. Know? London Chop House is still there. Topinka. Still there. Can you believe that, sir? Are you going to listen to me? Topinka's is closed now. Is that right? No, the, the one on Grand River? Closed. Oh, the, well, I, I didn't know that. Well, hey, fail again. Everything. Comes, everything goes. Yeah, well... Anyway, I sent you a check for Camilla's house, and I hope you get it, and... Uh, thank you. Have a very happy holiday. You too. Thanks a lot. See, I enjoy reminiscing, and there are a lot of people who relate to that. Now he's coming back. No, we didn't say you could come back in yet. We're going to do an hour on Rochester now. Just try to mellow out, will you please? Will you just try to stop being so emotional? I didn't say anything. Sensitive. No, you got up and you walked out. Well... And there are a lot of people uh, applauding, you know. They don't, uh, don't count your chickens before they hatch. I just, well, go ahead. As they say in the gum business, don't count your chicklets before they hatch. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hi, Neil. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? Pretty good. Good. Just wanted to call and say hi to you and the birds. Boy, this is frightening. It is not only a female voice, but it's somebody under the age of 200. That's right. Somebody with an friendly. IQ of over two who isn't agitated, who's friendly and sounds like she's in a really good mood. I'm in a great mood. I'm not at work today. I'm playing hooky. Great. I don't blame you. I'm in a wonderful mood. And I just want to say, um, it's good to have you guys back on AM again. Thank you. This Captain Dave, but we still have Glenn. Yeah, well, well, you know, one day he'll get out from over there and uh, get into a real place, you know. I hope so. Poor Dave. I know. Yeah. He's uh, not a happy camper, I don't mm -hmm. think. No, I don't think so either. He sounded a lot happier when he was with you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, what's a good movie I can rent today, Neil? Rent? What's a good movie you can rent? Yeah. China Girl. China Girl. Now, don't give me a sour look. Nick, just give me a sour look. Get out of here. Your taste is in your tush, okay? Get away from me, Nick. What he knows about movies, you could put in a thimble and have room for the Godfather left over. China Girl, though. You How about, did you see Network? Um, yeah, many times on TV. Oh, okay. Um, what, what else, one other one? One more? Yeah. Boy, this is getting good movie book. ponderous. Um, ponderous. Hmm. Let's see. Boy, this is tough. Uh, mm -hmm. You seen The Witches of Eastwood? Yeah, I saw yeah, that a couple of times. That was great. Yeah, it was good. Uh, mm. I mean, when you just ask out of the blue, yeah, I, know, go, not I know. You go into a movie, st uh, you know, a video store, and they got like two thousand titles. It's pretty hard just to pick out one. I know, but you never know which ones are going to be good. How about know? Once Upon a Time in America? That'd kill most of the day for you. That's a long one. But huh? it's good. Excellent. Yeah. It's a little 
peculiar, but it's very good. Once upon a time in America. Yeah, it's kind of like The Godfather. Oh, all right. No, it's really good. You'd enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll you haven't seen it. I'm telling you, it's uh, it's a long. It's like about three and a half hours. Oh wow, it's a long one. And It'll take uh, up most of the afternoon. Yeah, and in fact, just counting James Woods' zits will uh, take up a good part of your day. <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it, okay? Okay, very did, good. Did you see Rain Man yet? No, not yet, but I uh, plan on seeing it this weekend. Please, I'm yeah. telling you, everybody who has seen it, just uh, except Nick, of course, who probably won't go to see it because it's too good, but uh, everybody loves it. Yeah, they, it's gotten great reviews. So okay, I'm you sure. have a good one. Have a great Thanks. holiday. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Boy, what a breath of fresh air she was. 11 a long time. It's been several weeks. Mm-hmm. And let's keep it that way. <laughs> Open line in Dade, 751-WIOD, and in Broward, 524-9463. A mobile on six. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uncle Neil, every little thing? Every little thing is okay. That's good to hear. Listen, I'm a uh, clothing salesman. I represent a company that manufactures goods, and I have a box full of samples I'm going to give to Camilla's house. Excellent. Now, what I need from you is uh, where to bring it, or uh, I, know the, I know you were given the address of this place in Pompano that was forwarding things there. Where are you? I'm in Fort Lauderdale now. Unfortunately, I was just in Pompano. Now I'm driving towards uh, your uh, hometown of Plantation. Okay, now wait a minute. Let me look up. I got the address somewhere of the uh, quick delivery people who are yeah, that's it. who have been very kind and who have agreed to um, transport stuff from Broward down to Camilla's house. And as soon as I find it, uh-huh. which I know that it's here, trust me, any moment, any second. Do that, or I could uh, send it to WIOD. Yeah, but, I, well, you could do that, but it would be a lot easier if you just took it over to um, Quick Delivery. I don't have it. I'm sure that Sharon must have it somewhere. I'll give it on the air, okay? All right, let me ask one more question. Yeah. You think this would be in lieu of $20? I'd love to have a tape. Sure. Okay. I mean, unless it's a can of green peas or something. Oh, no, it's a box full of samples that they can uh, put on their backs. Sure. All you right. bet. So what do we do next? <laughs> what do we do next? i got to find out where to send it. No, no, I said if I'll just hang up and then I'll get the address sometime. Just keep listening and I'll get the address from Sharon or somebody of Quick Delivery. Okay. And I'll give it on the air and then just uh, send the tape into me and just uh, let me know who you are and what you did and whatever and we'll uh, get the tape out to you. Sounds mighty fair. Okay. All right. And we appreciate it. Happy holidays. Same to you. 1145 at WYOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. One thing about the callers today, I will say this. They've either been really nice, mm-hmm. like this gentleman and the lady, the young lady to call, or they've been really mm-hmm. grotesque. Nothing in between. Like two or three that I can I think of in particular, especially the one, the young mung brain from Sunrise. 29. Who proves that being a prune is not a chronological state of age, but a state of mind. You've said that for a long many, time. Many, many times. Mm-hmm. It's not old people that I get upset by. It's people who behave like they're 180 yeah. going on 500. Nasty, crotchety, hostile, bitchy. <laughs> Mobile, hello. Take this. And this. Pretty and weak. This. Pretty weak. And here's some more. Yeah. Okay, let's go to uh, sun- Sunrise. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, Happy New Year, Neil and Bert. How oh, are you? Oh, yeah, we're just great. Yeah, especially with the callers from Sunrise, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I just wanted to give you two quick points. That lady that called before looking for a rental movie, last about a year ago, you made a uh, cult classic out of a movie called The Hitcher. 
Oh, yeah, the hitcher. If she hasn't seen that, she mm -hmm. better uh, get it right away. Uh -huh. I, I know a lot of people have enjoyed that after you recommended that. I have a virgin copy of it at my house, but I'm not giving it up. I'm mm -hmm. sure not. Yeah. And the other fast point I wanted to make, being from Sunrise here five years, I, I can't help but agree with you, all except the one point about the adultery. I mean, we all live here in Sunrise. I'm in a community of family-oriented people, and we all go out and commit adultery every other day of the week. I mean, uh, well, what's the big deal around here? I mean, everybody's doing it. I thought it was the thing to do. Well, the ones who can't do it, those are the ones who are the most upset. Don't you understand? Which is the majority of Sunrise. All right, but uh, you know, I was at that council meeting last night also, and and they are just what a bunch! Off. What a bunch of animals! You'd you'd have thought they wanted to take this guy out and string him up or something. Really? And they just don't know where it's at. I mean, all they got to do is ask anybody under forty years old whether they do commit adultery, and the answer is going to be yes. I mean, let's face it. Well, first of all, you know, I think back. Do you remember the thing in Congress when Jerry Studs and? Uh, the guy from Illinois, uh, what's his name? The right-winger's brother from Illinois who got... But Jerry Studs got reelected, even though he had sex with a uh, page, a young page. Oh, yeah. You know, a teenage uh -huh. boy. And he got reelected. It was no big deal. He came out of the closet and everything. Can you imagine the same thing happening here? I mean, we have got the most hateful, the most narrow-minded, the most rotten core of old farts that was ever born in this town. Well, just want to let you know we're uh, young unfarts around here too. They're not they're not alone here. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, uh, bye bye, Neil. Thanks a lot. And a good thing, of course, to keep in mind is those people are all going to die real soon. Okay. <laughs> no, it's true. That's true. Now, if we would just stop replacing them and we bring some living people in here under the age of a hundred, it would be great. Because those people are going to uh, meet their makers soon. They're going to have to answer to their make maker, Marvin Maker. He's a driver up at Monticello. Okay, it's 11.48, 12 minutes till noon. want to say hi to all our good friends at Pompano Park. I might just go up there tonight and win a couple of thousand, you know? That's a thought. Yeah, it's something to think about. Mm -hmm. I cannot find the address. Is Sharon in the building? Is Don on the phone? <laughs> Where are those pictures? I, the pictures are right over here. Vinny, uh, Dr. Boombots sent us a new batch of pictures, which are shocking. Steve will have a nervous breakdown when he comes in. I've got the quick delivery thing here, but it's got their old address. Oh, boy. There she is. <laughs> boy, you asked for Sharon, and within at least two or three hours, she's in there. Thank you very much. Okay, here it is. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Uh, the hold was ponderous. Was it? However, I have to tell you, I was your inaugural caller, and I have uh, been waiting like seven and a half weeks to call you again. Well, that's good. Once every seven and a half weeks is not chronic. That's excellent. Well, I, I want to get the standard. Let me ask you this. Was it a good call? Oh, excellent. Okay. <laughs> excellent. Well, I, see, I don't remember. I really oh, well, don't. I was the first call you took on WIOD. Like I said, I don't remember. But it must have been must have been great. You know, it must you have brain been damage since then. Earth shocking, huh? You know, you, you worked for this station long enough to get brain damage. No, it was the last station I worked for that gave me severe brain damage. And I think that you were still, like, uh, under the influence. Yeah. The yeah it's going to take me a long time to shake off the effects of that place. <laughs> uh, I, I called because uh, something's been, like, itching at me. Hmm. And <laughs> have you tried Cruex, sir? It works very well. I tried like uh, they have a new over-the-counter uh, uh, cream that uh, that, I, that I'm absolutely in love with, and it takes care of uh, all those things. But that's what I called. Really? <laughs> Thank God. I, I could, I could, you, if I if I mention it to you, I'd spend the rest of the afternoon talk about it, talking about it. <laughs> but uh, the Camillus House is is one of my favorite charities, and I know that it's one of your favorite charities. But I want to know why. It's one of your favorite charities because you're doing such a great job. You wonder and why? I want to well, know because why. I, because there are a lot of 
there are a lot of cruel people out there, and I have seen, you know, when I live in a city, and I've been all over the country, I don't just, uh, you know, I, I do live in Plantation in a very nice area, and the homes there are all three, four, five hundred thousand. Oh, I'm Sal. And I'm Harry. Here to tell you about a special place. Just a short little drive. From New York is the Pocano. Let's go. That's where I want to go. To get away from it all. Where is that? In the Poconos. Eat your filth and fish. I love that stuff. Play shuffleboard if you wish. I got a nine. Go for Saturday brunch. Or pile the food on top of your dish. I hope it's kosher. In the Poconos. Sky Top and Buck Hill. Camel. Back in Bushkill, Mount Ellie and Shawnee. There's even Mickey Rooney. I know. Split Rock and Cresco. Oh, let's go poking in the Poconos. We'll have some lunch and then we'll see a show with Tony Orlando. In the Poconos. Get a hot shake time. You pour the champagne. Sit by the pool and act like a schlub. Let's get the chicks. You can meet a nice girl. Over by the exercise club. Hey, cutie over here. In the Poconos. Sky Top and Buck Hill. Camelback and Bush Hill. Mildelli and Shawnee. Don't forget Mickey Rooney. Split Rock and Cresco. Oh, we let's go poking in the Poconos. We'll have some lunch and then we'll see a show with Tony Orlando in the Poconos. Let's go. Did you forget uh, your teeth this I time? know. I got my teeth in a little bag with the water in there. But, uh... 1207 and WIOD. Fat Rich is here with lunch. My salad is here. And look at that. He's on his best behavior. He's got a little Andy a little pasta salad. there. Just a little salad. Mm -hmm. with, uh, now, how many olives have you got there? <laughs> Let's not get carried away with those olives, okay? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you notice that other uh, nice 90-minute blank cassette? Somebody uh, didn't send a check mm. and no note. They just sent a tape. So okay. that's nice because there's our other master. You can get <laughs> no, seriously, I'm not monkeying around with that. No. I mean, there was a young lady who wrote me a note that she had sent a check under separate cover, and that's fine. I understand that, and they'll get their thing. But other than that, forget it. Okay, it's 12.08, and we're going to go back to your calls. We have an open line in Broward where some idiot hung up during the news break. I can't imagine why. I, I like the beginning of that news. Did you hear what April said? Mm -mm. She said, this uh, new news is brought to you by, and then she said, oh, there's no sponsor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's learning. She's getting there. Uh -huh. okay. Well, she's got a lot of pressure. She's got that tremendous fan club. Yeah. Also, I want to thank Barry Brett P Productions for sending me up. By accident, two whistles. One was for me, and one was for the guy over at Joe Chiwood at Channel 7. But there's so much mail coming in here. Now, I get everybody else's mail, too. So I'm not giving it to Joe. I'm just going to keep it. No? I want this call on one here. Hello? What are you saying, Philia? How you doing? Good. Um, I don't know if you got to hear the Larry King show last night. But no, somebody told us, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was telling you about that. that uh, I mean, I was telling Nick that the guy got up there... And he said, uh, you remember when you were interviewing Bob Costas, or Bob Costas was interviewing you, mm -hmm. and he said, what makes a great uh, broadcaster? Well, the guy played your tape, mm -hmm. where you said that, he recorded it, and it said, uh, what Larry King knows about a broadcaster, you just put in a thimble. Yeah. Well, after he played that, Larry King said, well, whoever that is, is obviously a jealous, sick person. 
And I just, you know... Now that's, that's always Larry's comeback, you know. And, and, you know, really, how is it that he knows everybody? Oh, I had... Everyone's a good friend of his. Yep. Ken. Well, when you kiss a lot of butt men, everybody is uh, your friend, so that, to speak. That's true. By the way, when a couple years, um, right before he was about... Uh, right towards the end of his career down here, uh, my dad was a season ticket holder with the Dolphins. And when they were in the Super Bowl one year, he threw a big party. And another person who's down there, who I won't mention his name, who works in your station, but who's kind of been demoted sports-wise, you'll know who I'm talking about. He and Larry cleaned my dad's wicker cabinet out when he threw the party. And then afterwards, he says to my dad, isn't there anything else? <laughs> I mean, so not only is he... Can, can I, I know Larry uh, well, okay? Uh, the the kindest thing that I can say is he is he is a great BS artist, okay? No, oh, he is. That's why he's gotten where he is today because he is a tremendous BS artist. Yeah, I mean, really, it's amazing, and that these people say, "Oh, Larry, what a service you provide to this country. You're such a great humanitarian." If he would provide a service, he'd get some people on there and ask them some tough questions instead of trying to be everybody's best friend. Yeah, and he says, "Well, what's the question? Just get to the question." And every, you know, Angie Dickinson, I lost all respect for her. <laughs> no, she's getting some new glasses, though. She's getting some bifocal so she can see up close. Oh, God. I mean, Trust really... me, that'll, that'll be the end of that. God, but just the way... Well, we are know. delighted to have WIOD's uh, Larry King show on at 11 o'clock every night. Oh, <laughs> boy. Uh, by the way, have you, have you really ever listened to that Rush Limbaugh? Now, don't start ripping everybody else on the station. No, no, I don't... Uh, no, I haven't. No, because I like Rush Limbaugh. I was going to say he's one of the few conservatives, you know, that has a syndicated show. Well, like I said, we're delighted to have them all. They're all friends of WIOD. And they're all friends of Larry, and he's going to have dinner with Tommy. That's right, and they're going to have tons of pasta together. <laughs> and they're going to try to keep Larry's nose out of it. <laughs> all right, yeah, I just wanted to pass that along to you. Just, uh, you know, I wish the people would find out what he's really like. No, 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 look, don't say that you wish they'd find out. Who cares what they find out, okay? If they like his show, fine, and if not, then they know what he is, then more power to him. Oh, by the way, one last thing. What is Tisha Puppet? Whatever the hell you Tisha <laughs> She's starring in that new movie by Mirabistu uh, Douchebag. Have a nice day. Yeah, you too. That's a new 12 one. Twelve minutes past noon at WIOD. We'll come back. That's right. I'm Randy Rogers. What is that? <laughs> he's, he's talking again. So anyway, we want to thank Flores again for an incredible lunch. The salad is great. Looks like you're enjoying your pizza over there. Wonderful. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. Douchebags. Douchebags. Moving right along, let's go right back to these scintillating calls, man, because these are the best calls in the history of this town. <laughs> What's the question? Okay, let's go to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Uncle Deal. Yeah. How are you? Good. Listen, uh, uh, someone you worked with at Center One here in Lauderdale uh, got me onto your program. And I'm glad as anything that you're on from 10 to 2 because before I used to set my alarm for 8 o'clock in the morning just to hear your show. I'll be darned. I did. Hmm. Now, there are a couple things I want to tell you. Yesterday I sent out uh, under one cover uh, two checks for Camilla's, uh, Camilla's house mm -hmm. with two tapes. Mm -hmm. But I didn't bother writing you a note because I figured you had it enough uh, to read. Just That is correct. Uh, absolutely. Anyway, uh, I feel you should uh, 
uh, get a commission from Pompano Park. We heard that you were going to be up there Monday, so I made arrangements to have some friends up there for dinner. And we asked about you, and they said, oh, he was here, place is better than left. What? You, you had been No, there I wasn't earlier. there. No, I hadn't. I didn't get up there Monday. I couldn't go. No, I could have gone, but I just, I didn't feel good Monday. I was well, then, uh, under the weather. What did they say that for? I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, there's they something else get... I wanted to ask you yeah. about. Uh, how far does your signal go? I heard the call from Pittsburgh. <laughs> now, when I, uh, when I... Sir, do you know where Utica, New York uh, is? Yeah. <laughs> no, Our I'm signal goes to about 125th Street on the north. <laughs> oh, come on. Now, no, I'm serial. No, the thing is, uh, I'm driving... It goes down to Shorty's Barbecue on the south. <laughs> West about to Miami High Live. <laughs> and due east. We got a big signal in the bay, man. We're right on the bay. No, but we lose you about two hours up there going up north. In fact, I noticed Otis Redding was still sitting out there this morning when I got out of my car. Uh-huh. Somebody ought to clean that up. Mm-hmm. Listen, I have a house guest from San Diego, and he can't get over the way the program is, how you talk and the things that you say. Well, San Diego, there are a bunch of Neanderthals out there, a lot of John Birchers, right-wingers. I'm with you 100% after having this house guest here. Forget about it. You tell them it's a great climate out there, but get rid of those Neanderthals, all those uh, hostile right-wing extremists. But I told him, I said, you think this is better? I said, where do you hear the asshole song? Yeah. You're kidding. And since you said no request today, I'm not going to ask you. Oh, I'm going to play it. If oh, he's, you are? If he's from San Diego, man, it fits. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're going to do it. Is he there? Yes, he's here. Well, tell him to turn it up, man, and if the shoe fits... <laughs> have a great holiday. Thank you very much. You too, Uncle Dale. And a good sukkahs. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. San Diego. <laughs> they can hear Beautiful climate. They, they say that's the most perfect climate in the country. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's right on the Pacific there. Mm-hmm. They get those balmy breezes. Not too humid. They don't have the smog that they have in L.A. That's correct. I used to know someone who lived there in the summer and here in the winter. Which is good cause, because they don't have the smog. Then you can see the swastikas and all those people <laughs> walking around downtown. It's great. <laughs> Somebody nearly cut me right off the road. I decided it wasn't going to do any good to get mad, so I wrote a song about him instead. It goes like this. Were you born an asshole, or did you work it your whole life? Either way, it worked out fine, because you're an asshole tonight. Yes, you're an A-S-S-H-O-L-E And don't you try to blame it on me You deserve all the credit You're an asshole tonight You were an asshole yesterday You're an asshole tonight I've got a feeling Your life. 
was talking to your mother just the other night. I told her I thought you were an asshole. She said, yes, I think you're right. And all your friends are assholes, cause you've known them your whole life. Somebody told me you've got an asshole for life. Were you born an asshole or did you work at it your whole life? Either way, it worked out fine because you're an Speaking of that, I just, I'm just going to go nuts. I am so P.O.'d by what has just been handed to me. And there's no reason I can't discuss this. Really? Is there? I don't know. I guess not. No, because it's a copy of something that was sent by somebody uh, who is, um, you know, fair game. Denny Abbott, National Director of the Adam Walsh Child Resource Center... And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really getting ticked, okay? I'm really getting ticked because it's like deja vu. It's like the same old crap all over again. And, you know, like I've said, everywhere you work, there's that nice honeymoon period in the beginning when oh, everybody yeah. is wonderful and everybody is happy. And now, all of a sudden, the last couple of days, it's like... Um, yeah, this week. Ghost of Christmas past, you know what I'm talking about? So let's take the break now, and I'm going to read this on the air, and I'm going to um, also let people know where this is coming from, okay? Are you? Well, I mean, directly, it's right on the letter. Okay. 23 past 12 at WIOD, we'll be right back. Bought a cash lottery ticket. 27 at WIOD. I have a copy that was uh, put in my box of a letter that was sent to Diane Killery, the general counsel at the Federal Communications Commission in Washington, D.C., by one Denny Abbott, the National Director of the Adam Walsh Child Resource Center in West Palm Beach. Now, this is a man who, according to this letter, has never heard this show, as you will discover when you hear this letter. He's heard tapes of the show, taken mm -hmm. out of context, mm -hmm. no doubt. Sure. Dear Ms. Killery, I'm writing to express my objection to the messages being aired by Neil Rogers on radio station WIOD. I have listened to several of his shows on tape mm -hmm. and was shocked to find that he, in my opinion, solicits teenage boys for sex over the airways. I cannot believe that he is permitted to continue his offensive remarks. I urge the proper authorities to immediately investigate this matter. Sincerely, Denny Abbott, National Director, with copies to Mr. Jim Hatcher the general counsel for Cox Enterprises in Atlanta, and Mr. Mike Disney, general manager of this radio station. And Mr. Disney leaves for me in my mailbox a copy of this letter today. Now, there has been going on for the last year and a half a concerted effort in this community to get me off the air, to deprive me of a right to earn my livelihood, and to control what I can do on the air. Now, I'm very familiar with what contemporary broadcast standards are in this industry, okay? I've heard them all, from Howard Stern in New York to people in Chicago like um, 
Steve Dahl, mm-hmm. Grease Man, in Washington, all over the country. What we do on this program is tame. Nothing. Tame. I've also heard a lot of the same material on other stations in this community. But nobody seems to be concerned about that. Mm-mm. But specifically, this allegation about soliciting teenage boys for sex over the airwaves... Here again is a man who has never evidently heard this program, has heard things taken out of context on tape that were intended in humor. And anybody who's listened to the show for the last two years knows that it's in humor, whether we're talking about Alan or Stem or Bob or this one or that one. And here is a man in a position as the national director of the Adam Walsh Child Resource Center who, based on... Materials taken out of context has the unmitigated gall, the chutzpah, to write this kind of a letter to the FCC. And it's about time that the people in this audience knew the kind of crap that is going on and has been going on. And this is a part of it. And I have a note here with a copy of this letter from Mr. Disney. For my information, it says, and then it says, Remember, you and I have to, one, protect the license, two, do nothing illegal. I'm already well aware of those things, and I've been reminded of them on numerous occasions in the past few days since, coincidentally, I signed that contract. (laughs) Yeah. Uh I know FCC rules about what broadcasters' responsibilities are better than Mr. Abbott at the Adam Walsh Resource Center and probably better than some of the people, the bureaucrats in this building. I've been in this business almost 30 years. Now, Mr. Abbott ought to get the other side of the story from people who understand this program, understand my sense of humor and know where I'm really coming from. There are no teenage boys who have ever been solicited for sex on this program or ever will be. Or teenage girls or teenage cretins or mutants or anything else. And I think, you know, I really do. I see uh, a very dangerous pattern here again, and that's exactly the intent of this kind of crap. Mm -hmm. And that is to see to it that we can't do the program. Now, they knew when I came here what I do. Mm -hmm. They've heard the show a million times. And they don't, there isn't enough money, God don't have enough money to pay me to go through this every day again for the next year, the next three years, the next whatever. And yeah, they're paying me a lot of money here, but I got news for you. I came here to do a show. And not to be intimidated and threatened and coerced and jostled every day by nervous Nellies. I already went through that the last two years. Mm -hmm. We went through that. We could tell stories like we said and make people's hair stand on end. True. And I've had it up to my ears. As I told Mr. Disney yesterday morning, I intend to do the show. I intend to do the best possible job. We're surrounded here by mail, by tapes, and by checks. We've raised well over $20,000 already for what is one of the most important charities in this community to me. And if we're going to continue to be harassed and allowed to be harassed and intimidated, then I don't want to be a part of it. I won't have anything to do with it. Now, if there are people in the audience who want to call Mr. Abbott or any of the people at the Adam Walsh Child Resource Center in West Palm Beach and let them know how misinformed they are, their number is area code 407-833-9080. And I'll make it very clear up front, I'm not encouraging 
hostile calls, harassing calls, mm -hmm. threatening calls, and I never have done that mm -hmm. because I get accused of that too. But it would be nice for these people to hear the other side of the story. This is a entertainment show, comedy show. And for someone, again, in a position of National Director of the Adam Walsh Child Resource Center to write this kind of letter to the commission without even ever having personally heard the show is so offensive to me that I can't even begin to describe it. I would like to say a lot more, but there are reasons why I can't, unfortunately, yeah. at least for the time being, at least not on the air. But uh, there you have it, okay? As uh, things, the more they change, the more they stay the same. And I'm disappointed, bitterly disappointed and shocked that this should even be in my mailbox. With reminders, with constant daily reminders of what the business... This is like kindergarten, like elementary school. The do's and the don'ts, the d's and the dems. 1233 at WIOD. Joe Rogers on News Talk Radio 610. WIOD. Okay, Spencer, have a wonderful holiday. Get out of here already, will you? <laughs> 1237 at WIOD, and our next call is a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Hello there, Neil. It's the Duke. Yeah. Actually, I'm not in, uh, in uh, Palm Beach. I'm in uh, Miami on Dixie Highway. But you terrible guy, how could you possibly do those terrible things that that guy said in that letter? Yeah. Well, it's not, a, it's not a joke. It's not funny anymore. It's getting to the point of ridiculous, and especially the way they're beginning, they react to it. That's what gets me hysterical, is these nervous Nellies, okay? In other words, if you know what you're doing is right, and you know the intent of what you're doing, that should be sufficient, and you have to be confident in knowing that you got people, you know, who know what they are doing. Yeah, you can't I, I... start, this, this is just like what happened in the other place, man. It just exists like deja vu. I see the handwriting on the wall, and I got news for you. I am not prepared to go through another prolonged period of time with daily reminders, okay? It just isn't going to work. I, I agree with you. There, I are people who have worked, there are people who have worked in this time period in the last year, in this time slot on this station, who are no more broadcasters than I'm a brain surgeon, okay? I've been in Washington, D.C., and I've heard the grease man. And calling your stuff tame is an understatement. As a matter I mean, of fact, what they're doing right over next door here to us at the FM makes this show so tame by comparison that it's not doesn't even it's not even a contest. All right. Well, anyway, let's get the blood pressure down. How you doing there, Duck? Um, is he still we there? were we were all doing fine till about ten minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're feeling. Why don't you call me by my real name today? I'm sorry, Bird. It's okay, Bird. Yeah. It's How right. you doing there, guys? Okay. I I just can't believe what's going on. Well, anyway, it's a beautiful day. It's going to be 80 degrees for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, it's wonderful. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you really difficult. did the job, boy. He's really... Yeah. Uh, well, I'm telling you. He's really... A hell of a job. <laughs> it's really very difficult not being a chronic, you know, especially in my mobile phone where uh, uh, number two, three, four, and five are your direct lines. It's, you know, like my clients are uh, neglected now. Is it really tough? It's tough. Yeah, whatever you say. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just a matter of your lines are always busy. Yeah, whatever you say. Yeah, so what do you think, the heat is going to win tonight or what? No. <laughs> no. What could I say? Did you guys make it to Neil Diamond? Oh, come on, will you get out of here, Neil Diamond? Will you get serious? Well, i got to tell you a joke. I thought it was real funny. I'm coming off Metro Rail, and I scream out very loud for thousands of people around me to hear I said I can't believe how many people came out to see the Neil Rogers show tonight <laughs> and they turned around and said Neil Rogers I says oh this is not Neil Rogers no this is Neil Diamond I says I got the wrong Neil good it was funny Neil you had to be well there. you had to be there yeah you had to be at shorties <laughs> <laughs> well have a good uh, day there and uh, calm down will you good luck to you. hey listen yeah 
calm isn't the word. Have a great day. You too. And a good holiday. You too. Bye. Bye. Twelve forty. I, I feel like who's I have... on that bat line? That's not for us. Okay. Uh, what? I had the that. I kind of had the wind, but, but, wind taken, the out, wind of taken out of our sails. The whole show had the wind taken out yeah. of our sails. We're opening up all this mail, and we got thousands of dollars again, and everything is going just great, and bingo, there it is, plop right in front of your face uh. again. The same ponderous crap, okay? Yeah. See, I get the notion that maybe I just ought to go home for a few days, okay, and let them decide whether they want me to come back. Do you know what I'm saying? Well... Because I'm, I'm beginning to get the feeling they're having second doubts. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I'm beginning to have that feeling. You know, because it's one thing to say to have all kinds of... Because you remember the things I used to say before we came here? And then all of a sudden there was this tremendous metamorphosis. And it was like, man, all of a sudden these people developed these gigantic... Uh, I better not say that now, you know, because they'll get nervous about that. But these tremendous... Um, yeah. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like an elephant. Mm -hmm. Gutsy. And boy, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to do... And like I said, you can listen to any of the other um, shows in town, the morning shows in particular. Yes. And no there question. is stuff on there, um, like on Power. They yes. do some no really question. racy stuff. And nobody says a word. No. Not a word. No. Now, if the Adam Walsh Resource Center is truly homophobic, then I think maybe we ought to know about that, okay? If that's really where they're coming from? Is that what it's really all about? I mean, what is really their problem? You think we ought to call him on the air? Why not? Call the guy himself? I'd like that. I'd enjoy that. See, the only problem is that he'd probably get into parts of the conversation that we couldn't let go on the air. Oh, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe off the air. But, uh, I mean, this is just an abomination. The Adam Walsh Child Resource Center, 407-833-9080. That's their number in West Palm Beach. And as I said, the letter itself, um, you know, that's bad enough, although it doesn't really bother me that much considering uh, knowing all the background of it. Yeah. But um, then to, to be given this again, marked confidential, by the way, on it, on the envelopes, to make sure nobody else would open it. Mm hmm As if there's something really pressing and urgent here. Oh, here's a caller on 8. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. I called down there, up there, rather. Yeah, what did they tell you? Well, the, the gentleman's not in the office at this time. Of course not. And the phone's been busy, and I left my name and number, told her I approve of your show, and I don't know what all the fuss is about. Well, it's not a, just a question of approving of my show, but well, the idea that this man alleges to the FCC that I solicit teenage boys for sex over the airways, right. there is no one in his right mind who really understands what the content and intent of the show is all about who could possibly believe that and i got you know another thing you know you're raising you're going to be raising over twenty five thousand dollars okay hey evidently that and, doesn't count around well, here okay no. i don't let me let me tell you something i don't have any confidential note on my desk here on the on the table from management telling me geez what a tremendous job you've done for camilla's house exactly. what i do have is another little hassle which has been going on every day now for the last several days i know and i want any everybody to call channel four channel seven channel ten and say hey are you aware of what Neil Rogers is doing with the Camillus House? 
Let's get no, I'm not. I'm not looking for credit. No, okay, we get no, more than enough credit. I talked to Brother Paul this morning. He's a super guy. They're very grateful down there. And I'm. I'm not doing this to be a grandstander. Okay, I've had more than enough publicity in this town. I'd like the other media in this town, and I really, I think I am going to have a press conference to announce what's really been going on because there are a lot of things I can't discuss here on the air. I know. But today I've reached my limit. Okay, yeah. I have reached the end of the line. Well, maybe because the harassment that's been going on and the distortion of what I do on the air is unconscionable. Yeah. Absolutely unconscionable. I think Disney is covering his ass just in case something comes down. He wants to say, well, I did leave a memo in Neil's box. Well, let me just tell you this about my coming to this radio station, okay? okay. They approached me. I didn't approach them. That's it. You don't have to say Okay. 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 We'll thanks. Thanks for your call. You're welcome. Bye-bye. 1244 at WIOD. We have an open line in Palm Beach. 655-9463. 655-WIOD. And it's interesting, and I don't really want to go into it at length, but it's also interesting that there are others who have helped to plant the seeds for this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Inside this building. Yeah. And you know, it's like Dr. Frankenstein. He created the monster, and then it got out of control, and he didn't know what to do with it, and he couldn't control it. So I think it's incumbent upon some of those individuals who have helped to create this and distort what it is I do on the air to correct the record, like maybe this afternoon. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like between 2 and 6? Yes. 12.45, let's go to Miami. Hello. Neil. Yeah. Uh, just relax. Take a deep breath. Well, it's easy, deep... easy to say, but I'm going to tell you, when you've been harassed for a year and a half, and you've done, done your best to ignore it, and then you, you, know, you finally think that you're working for people intelligent enough not to buy into it, and then all of a sudden starts the same crapola again, boy. Just uh, I'm, I'm not going to go through it again, I'll tell you that. Free hash, free hash. If I have to go to work in Poughkeepsie, I'm not going through this again. Hmm. Well, they'll never stop, huh? It's just rehash of the same old thing. They have nothing else better to do. Evidently. And uh, I think you should just, I don't know, go with the flow. What'd you do? How'd you react before with... Uh, any other allegations that they've had in the past? What do you mean, how did I react? What, I what mean, are you talking you, about, sir? Did you get all excited like this? Let me say it to you again, because I'm really beginning to, to wonder about the purpose of this call. But let me say it to you one more time. You know, we all have our breaking point at which we get fed up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can all tolerate so much, and then you finally reach the point where you get sick of it. I understand. Yeah, okay. Have a wonderful life, pal, and get your brain unscrambled. Will you please... 1246 at WIOD, an open line in Dade at 751-9463. Plantation, hello. Hello. Yeah. I just moved here from California back in September. Well, sir, you made a bad... Buddy threw down here. I can't believe it. They get, they get chronic when they're uh, talking about an entertainment show. I mean, give me a break. You, you, uh, the amount of stuff that you well, guys so let, let me Let me explain something to you. This is a Bush League town, <laughs> and I always used to say, I don't know if you're familiar with Howard Stern in New York. Howard's got a very popular show up there, and he sure. uses a lot of words that we Absolute. would never Absolute. dream of using. And uh, I always said Howard would never last five minutes in this market because they would drag him out of the studio kicking and screaming. This is a very puritanical, very Neanderthal town. And Although it is interesting, it is only a very, very, very small number. Yeah, of misfits yeah. out there who uh, find these bizarre interpretations my, of what this show is all about. My wife and my wife and I moved here from California, and uh, she got transferred down here with another job. And uh, uh, it's just an interesting point about uh, about Sunrise. 
that you, uh, she keeps telling me, no, that's not true what he's saying about Sunrise. And I says, well, babe, I says, let's take a, let's take a ride down there and we'll just go shopping. And see yeah, take going. a ride up University Drive Absolutely. when you got, when you got a lot of extra time. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, these people forgot what the gas pedal is like. And you go into a store and they're constantly pushy and, and pushy and pushy. They want, they want to step in front of you. They want to do the whole thing. There's no politeness involved. It's all, you know, you, you try to be polite to the elderly, and, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, there's a lot of them are kamikazes here. They want you, they wait till the sign says, don't walk, and, <laughs> and then they step out in the middle of the street and kind of invite you to run them over. It's a good point, and I'll tell you, I have, you guys provide so many chuckles that I just can't believe, and I'll tell you, just keep up the good work, and with Camilla's house, there's a check coming to you for Camilla's house, and I just hope that everything goes well for you. Thanks a lot. Take it easy. Bye. 12.48, it's 11 and a half till 1. Here it is 12.52 on a wonderful Wednesday. It was until about a half an hour ago, and uh, let's move right along. Here's somebody who called the Adam Wall Center. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yeah. I called over there, and I was talking to his secretary. Mm-hmm. Who left my name and number because apparently the gentleman's not there. Yeah, that's and, convenient. Yeah, and I guess the gentleman doesn't understand comedy whatsoever. Well, not only that, but he's never heard the show. He's heard tapes of the show, which have evidently been sent to him. I can't imagine from where... But uh, there have been tapes sent, which were obviously taken out of context. And, you know, when somebody plants the seeds and says, hey, this is what this means, then obviously the guy's buying into it, and right away he's sending letters to the FCC. You know, this is our license and my livelihood that are hanging in the balance here. And we got some clown up there in the West Palm Beach who doesn't even listen to the show who is, uh, you know, claiming to be an expert on what the intent of the program is. Exactly. I, I challenge this gentleman to call me back because I really would like to give him a piece of my mind. Yeah, well, I hope thousands of people do, okay? Well, the lines were busy. I mean, and, I, and, and I hope that those people who support financially, because I believe this is a non-profit organization, yes. I hope that anybody who supports the Adam Walsh Child Resource Center, and I'm sure they do a lot of wonderful work, will tell them that they're not too crazy about continuing their financial support so long as they continue this kind of activity. Yeah, uh, but, Neil, I'll be honest with you. I don't think this uh, this is where it really comes from. I think he's uh, homophobic, to be honest with you. Is he really? Yeah. Well, isn't that wonderful? Again, I have no way of knowing that. I'm not going to make any allegations because I don't know the man or anything about him. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd like to ask you a question. i got a couple of friends who got turkeys for Christmas, and uh, we'd like to see if we can donate it to the Camilla's house. That would be great. Yeah, we just take it down to Camilla's house, or do yeah, you can take, or if what? you can take them right down there directly, that would be great. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks. you have a great day, man, and I really enjoy your show. You're the best thing on the air right now. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye bye. Okay, twelve fifty four at WIOD, an open line in date at seven five one nine four six three seven five one WIOD, a pinhead on two. It says hello. Hey Neil. Yeah. Why am I a pinhead? Well, that's just what Nick said. You're a pinhead. Oh, all right. Well, don't pay any attention to him. He's just, uh, you know, going through change of life. Of course not. Oh, you're too well. young. You're too young to be a good caller, sir. If you're over the age of a hundred, he'd put you right at the end of the list. Oh, I, I get. Um, well, you know, just like a, you know, a preview can make a movie good or bad. You know, that little tape that he heard can make your show seem horrible. So he should have listened to the whole thing. You know, I mean, it doesn't pay to listen to some of it and then judge the whole show by what he heard. Yeah. You know, and I spoke and I spoke to a lot of people, including Alan, because I'm friends with him, and he takes it all in fun. Well, everybody takes it in fun because they know what it's all about. They know this is a entertainment and a comedy show, and I, I just can't imagine anybody that stupid in my business who's been in the business more than five minutes who would really go on the air and solicit sex from anybody. Of course. Although uh, I have heard that on other programs, but it's interesting that those people uh, evidently can do it with impunity. No problem. Yeah. yeah. It's just a shame that uh, you know. People in general, including your management, you know, 
look at the bad instead of the good, the good being, you know, your Camilla's house thing. Yeah. You know? And if they know it's good for them, they'll stay out of your way. Oh, I punched up the wrong line. You're on five. Well, sometimes that happens. These buttons are very You're sensitive. Not pin punch... head. Oh, You're not a pinhead. You're not a pinhead after all, okay? Thank you. <laughs> so now you can rest. You can rest. Have a great holiday. You don't have to be neurotic about it. I feel better. Okay. Okay. Hey, Neil, take it easy, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really doing it. All righty. Bye. Now, here's the pinhead. Hello? Yeah. Hi. Nick was right. So what's up? Nothing much. What's going okay. on? Okay, good call. Thank you. Open line and date, 751-WYOD. <laughs> Miami, Hello. Neil? Yeah. I'm a teenage boy, Neil, and I must say I've never been aroused while talking to you. I'm sure that. And, and I don't know where this guy gets off. Probably, I mean, So to speak. Don't, now, watch your language now. They might misinterpret that, too. Yeah, that's true. You, you never know. I mean, haven't we had enough of these far willing types? Exactly. You know, and not, you know, it's not only that. There are a whole series of things here that really bother me. One, that this guy would go and write a letter to the commission without even hearing the show firsthand or knowing what we're doing here. And secondly, the fact that management even wastes my time and irritates me by giving this to me again. I don't need to see this crap, okay? I've been seeing it for a year and a half. I know. I mean, what are they trying to prove? Well, I'm, they're trying to prove that they're changing their underwear every five minutes. In fact, there was just a gigantic rider truck that pulled up in the parking lot with the penned undergarments, okay, that were over at Zeta, and now they brought them over here. Maybe they're campers. Yeah. You've heard of that, you know, changing their underwear every five minutes? Yeah. Well, trust me. Oh, boy. Something stinks in your building. And Merry Christmas to me, right? Yeah. Well, I, I sure as hell hope you get through this, Neil. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Depressing. Okay, we have, uh, let's see, $20,669 for Camilla's house. Today we got 1602 in the mail, and uh, we are almost to the $21,000 mark. So certainly by Friday, if we don't get to twenty five, we ought to come pretty damn close, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So I'm sure that you'll have a good time opening the mail when you're here. Uh, 1257, <laughs> well, that possibility arises, okay? I mean, that it exists, because mm-hmm. I am really ticked. This mm-hmm. has been an ongoing the last two or three days. And you sit down and you have an honest conversation with somebody and you think you understand the words that they're saying, but evidently they don't understand what you're saying. Okay? Evidently. And I have every intention of showing up every day and doing the show. I know. Period. Showing up every day, five days a week, including all those great holidays we get to work. Deerfield, hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. Haven't called in a couple of weeks because the guy said I was chronic and boring, but this turn... Don't pay any attention to him, ma'am. As long as you're under 100, you're okay with me. <laughs> well, this turn of events is ponderous. I'm telling you. This is ridiculous. These bureaucrats, they have nothing better to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, can't they pick on somebody that deserves it? It's so stupid. If... You, if I... Well, you know, this program has been investigated... Um, <laughs> Seriously, this this program and yours truly have been investigated by the FBI, the uh, Secret Service, the state attorney, a yeah. governor's special prosecutor's office. None of them found any of this to have any validity or for there to be anything obscene or pornographic or illegal or any serious soliciting for anything on this program other than money for charity. And yet uh, the, the, the beat goes on, as they mm-hmm. say, man. It just never stops. Well, I mean, it's just a joke, yep. like you said. That is correct. And you know it, and I know it, and anybody else out there who wants to know it knows it. Those people who want to manipulate it and twist it and make it appear that it is something that they know that it's not, they continue to do it. Well, they have to have somebody to And I'm not going to sit still for it for one more minute. You can go to the bank on that. Don't, because okay. you're too good for it. You okay. You really are. 
Thanks for calling. Take care and have, try to have a happy holiday. I'm going to have, this is, this has made it for me. This has made mine. <laughs> this is guaranteed a happy, happy holiday. Well, I also, Glenn, happy holiday. Thank you. Take care. He's right. ecstatic. Bye. Okay. Well, listen, that's going to do it for this hour. The Adam Walsh Child Resource Center in West Palm Beach again. Mr. Denny Abbott, the National Director. 407 is the area code. 833-9080. April's got the uh, 1 o'clock WIOD news. And at 105, someone will come back. <laughs> Thank you very much. This here is the king. Although I haven't been around much for a while, but I want you all to know that up here in rock and roll heaven, all they're thinking of you this Christmas. And I'd like to give you all a special Christmas message. A message of peace. Like, uh, how about a little piece of that pie going by? Thank you. Thank you very much. Like I was saying, Christmas is a time of hope. Time of joy, a time for loving, and I sure would love a big slice of that feature you got there. Okay, what we want? No more than that. Oh yeah, Christmas. Now Christmas to me means family, and family means friends, and friends means getting together, and getting together means eating. Oh, pass me that drumstick, would you please? Yes, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Now I just want to say to you right now. You know, I may be a big star, maybe too big, but ain't nobody so big you can't reach out a helping hand, or a helping uh, a hand. Uh, would you hand me a helping of those mashed taters over there, would you please? Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, like I was saying, ain't nobody so big you can't stoop to help a friend in need over the holiday season. Now, speaking of season, you want to pass me that salt sugar when you get the chance? Thank you. Yeah, just, just don't screw the cover, that's right. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this Christmas, why don't y'all take a tip from old Elvis? No, no, leave those steak tips right where they are, you know what I mean? No, I appreciate it, thank you. I want you to remember, we're all part of God's great big family. And you know God made man unto his own image. And look in the mirror, I'd have to say God must be a big, big son of a gun, you know what I mean? I think you do. But I especially want y'all to remember this one last thing. When you're all at home this Christmas, stringing that popcorn up on the tree... Save a big, big bowl for the can. Extra butter, know what I mean? I like you, dear. Like you. Like you very much. 107 at WIOD. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Boy, it is festive, isn't it? It sure is. Okay, we got a caller who called uh, the Adam Walsh Center on one. Hello. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Okay. I'm on a mobile. I got where I wanted to go and got me driving around here looking for a place to talk to you. I got a chance to call up there, yep. and I explained to this lady that answered the phone. I, I got on the phone with them immediately after you gave out the number, and uh, when they answered the phone, I asked for this gentleman, and she said, just one moment, as if he was there. Yeah. So um, I yep. was put on hold for some time, and then she came back and said, is this regarding the Neil Rogers show? Mm -hmm. And then I had expressed to her uh, what you had said regarding the uh, the morning shows. I listen to that Power 96 in the morning, and I want to tell you, boy, they just don't leave anything to the imagination. That is correct. There's a lot of racing. And, and, and I want you to understand. Wait a minute. I want everybody to understand. I don't find anything wrong with that. I'm not mm -hmm. condemning them, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying that everything is relative in what community broadcast standards. I'll give you an example. Glenn was talking the other day about the fact that Channel 7 aired a movie two nights ago. 
in which the F word and the S word, and there were all these, you know, four-letter words in there, and they didn't even have a single complaint about the language. They mm -hmm. had one complaint from some viewer, and it was about some, some innocuous thing. It mm -hmm. had nothing to do with the language. Mm -hmm. Contemporary community standards are determined by these kinds of things, by what is accepted in the community and what is broadcast day in and day out. And as far as these allegations about soliciting boys for sex over the airways, the only thing I can assume that anybody who writes this kind of thing after listening to this show would take that seriously has got to suffer from a very serious case of homophobia. Well, Neil, what I got to say is, and this, I got you know, news for, and I yeah. got news for you. If homophobia is going to enter into the relationship that I have with this radio station, there are going to be more lawyers involved. There are going to be more lawyers running up and down the halls here than they've ever seen before. They think they've seen lawyers before. Just wait. Well, I'll tell you. I was going to say, you know, you've got the contract, and you know, I'm not going to tell you how to run your life, but it's just a question of principle, and I think that. Uh, I've been with you long enough on the airways to realize that you have had enough crap put down your throat. You betcha. And I'll Let me tell, tell you. you what, buddy. I think that you just ought to dig in. I'm telling you, dig in because the only... Well, I'm not, I'm not just going to dig in. Well, I'm going to start striking back, well, okay, because I've sat around like some kind of a wimp for the last year and a half, exactly and I've allowed these mismanagement morons to intimidate and threaten and harass and hassle, and i got news for you, okay? The numbers I've had on every station that I've been on this town have been bigger than anything else that they've had on the air or ever will have on the air, including the station that I just left. And if they don't want that and they don't want to succeed, hey, let them bring back a Paul Lyre. Let them put on the Bill McQuig again. Let them find a board op that can do a hell of a talk show and get a 2-5 or a 3. Well, you see, that's just, that's just our society. That's the American way, you see. Everybody wants success without working for it, you see. That's going to make their lives a little bit uncomfortable. And, yeah. gee, we sure don't want that. We sure don't want that. But one of the one of the uh, principles of war, Neil, and I, I can't quote who it's from, but but the saying goes that when you aggravate your enemy, attack. You strike yep. and you go after him. And I say, buddy, dig in. Go okay. get him, pal. And congratulations on your weight loss. I think you're doing a swell job. Thanks a lot. Good for you, bud. Bye. Bye. -bye. Yeah, I've lost my appetite for the rest of the week. I yeah. think, and probably through Christmas. It's eleven past one at WYOD, the Isle of. <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, move right along here. We have an open line in Dave. Now, see, I just... Didn't I say in the beginning, it's just too good to be true? Didn't I say that? Honeymoon. Just a little... Just too good to be true. Oh, yeah. No matter what you want. <laughs> see, these are the people who make the decisions. And if they came to me and they said, Hey, you know, that one thing you're playing, mm -hmm. uh, it's just too far, you know? Mm -hmm. Great. We'll take it out. We'll even rip up the cart. We'll mm -hmm. pull the tape out of the cart. Sure. That hasn't been said. Or if they were to come in here, I wonder, you know, I just saw one of the uh, morning twins walk down the hall there. I wonder if they give them this kind of stuff. Skippy. Okay, <laughs> I wonder. No, I don't think he's coming back. Skippy. But um, <laughs> I wonder if they do that because they play some stuff on there that, well, we may have borrowed it once or twice. And say some things. But they do some pretty wild Absolutely. stuff over there. And again, that's fine. Oh, yeah. That's funny, okay? I mean, this is eight, 1988 for crying that's out loud. correct. Almost 89. And we're supposed to be adults. And if we're going to turn this into a, a little puritanical douchebag backwater town, and we're going to start, you know, chasing people off the air because uh, we want to twist and misinterpret, although really, again, the bottom line of this, it comes back to one word, and that's homophobia, okay? Because there, there were those people who could be accused of soliciting girls on the air, too, and their humor could be twisted. But I guess that's okay. That is okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. It is. But when we're dealing with terminal homophobics out there who have nothing better to do in their lives than continue harassing and twisting and distorting, then we got a horse of a different color. 
of a different gender. We have a gelding of a different uh, something. <laughs> it's 113 at <sighs> and let's go to Deerfield. Hello. Hello. Yeah. What, what happened? I went out to lunch, I come back, and what's going on here? What are you guys talking Oh, I don't about? want to go through the whole thing again. We got a copy of a letter. My general manager, in his infinite wisdom, left me a copy of a letter that was sent by the National Director of the Adam Walsh Child Resource Center to the FCC, a protesting uh, shock over what is on the uh, this program. Oh, and you got to be kidding. And in his opinion, he suggests I solicit, t solicit teenage boys for sex over the airwaves. Unbelievable. What's the phone number up there? The phone number is area code 407-833-9080. All right, I'm calling him. Right? Keep doing a good job, Neil. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> and I'm going to say it again very, very clearly. I'm not going to encourage harassment. Nasty behavior on the phone, hostility. All I suggest that you do is call and let Mr. Abbott or his office know that um, he's been led down a garden path. Mm -hmm. Or he's leading Diane Killery in the commission down a garden path. And again, they got plenty of letters like this already, so the letter in and of itself doesn't mm -hmm. surprise me. It's disturbing at his point, but it doesn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. But it's just the idea that I have a copy with another, yet another reminder from the powers that be of what the business is all about. I'm going to tell you something, and I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anywhere because I, I don't really care anymore. I've taken enough of this crap for almost two years. What some of these people, some of these bureaucrats know about this business, I could put in a thimble and have room for the Chinese army left over, okay? I know the standards in this industry real well. And I know all the history. In fact, it was in April, two years ago, a year and a half ago, we were doing a show out on the front on lawn the front at WINZ. April 16th. When the FCC ruling, the expanded ruling came mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. We had the attorney, one of the FCC lawyers on the phone on the show. I tried desperately in as nice a way as I could to get him to explain to us right. exactly, specifically <laughs> what the law <laughs> is, what it really means. And he gave us such a, even the late Al Kelly, <laughs> even Irwin Corey couldn't give such a disjointed, convoluted uh, description yeah. of what the FCC ruling is. They don't even understand no. it themselves. No idea. But it is shocking to me, to use that word again, that there are those people who would be so stupid or so phobic in one way or another as to take things that are obviously intended in humor and try to suggest that they're serious. That's the pathetic part. And again, a man who is in a position such as this, the national director of the Animal's Child Resource Center. And I'd like to see, I'd like to have all those teenagers, all those boys who have been solicited for sex through this program. I'd like to have them come forward and be counted. I'd like to hear the names. I'd like to hear the dates and the vivid, explicit descriptions of all these exciting adventures that I've had with them, because I've been missing out on something. <laughs> I haven't seen any either. I thought I was paying attention. Yeah. I've missed out on something. It must have happened in my sleep. And it couldn't have been too exciting, because I never woke up once. So I'd love to see some tangible evidence of the hallucinating that Mr. Abbott and some others have been going through. So far, we don't find any. West Palm Beach, hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah. First of all, Merry Christmas, Neil. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Ho, ho, ho. Glenn, Merry Christmas. Thank yeah. you. <clears throat> Get off this kick. That guy is just trying to raise waves anyway. Got a question for you about Chicago, WLS. Mm-hmm. Dick Biondi. Yeah. Is he still around? Oh, no, Dick Biondi. I, I mean, he may be still around somewhere, but... Um, 
I don't even know if he's still alive. Yeah, I didn't know either. I've been gone from there for quite a while. I just, just curious. I thought maybe he might, might have known something. Well, maybe somebody from uh, the big city will know. I doubt it. Not these douchebags down here. Yeah. Well, we got one or two. Maybe one or two. But let that, let that Mr. Abbott just go up there and write his letters. he got nothing better to do. Okay. He's doing yes. a good job. Okay, thanks uh, a lot. One, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, I deliver mail on Delray Beach, and I get upset at you because sometimes I can't listen. You keep me going when I'm walking. Both you and Glenn do a fantastic job. Thank you. Have a good day. Now. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, enjoys the show. Obviously, must be a pervert or some kind. One seventeen <laughs> at WYOD. We have an open line in Palm Beach. Six five five nine four six three. Six five five WYOD. And you no, know, I think I think today is D Day. It's a good thing this happened right before Christmas. Okay, I think today, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be D Day at two o'clock, mm-hmm. and they can make up their mind. And if they don't want to take the heat, I'll be delighted to go home, and they can just send me a check every week. Are you following me? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm not violating anything. Zero. And if they want to be real safe, I guess they should have left Bill McQuig on here, okay? <laughs> if they want to be real, real safe. You can't get much safer than that. True. That's true. Palm Beach, hello. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, as a parent of two children, Neil, I want to voice my support for you because uh, my wife and I listen to your show every day, and we know where you're coming from. And I think these people are complaining, or what I call bumper sticker Christians, who are looking yeah. for an excuse that they turn their back on the homeless and the hungry. And yeah, I, did, I didn't see any check enclosed with this from the Adam Walsh uh, Child Resource Center for Camilla's House. I didn't see a check with a letter. Right. It's easy to scream about all this stuff, the pornography or whatever, you know, things that you... It's just a lot easier, you know, like I say, to uh, turn your back on the real problems and go for the, the things that... Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> I think you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I know. <clears throat> but anyway... Um, I remember when I was on Wins one time, we had the Children's Holiday Fund at Christmas time, and we had a little contest among the talk show hosts and the uh, so-called conservative ultra-right-wing host who is no longer living, but nonetheless, uh, couldn't raise a dime from his listeners, okay? Mm-hmm. We raised thousands and thousands of dollars. I think it was about $30,000 in all of the rest of the talk hosts on the station. And uh, those right-wingers, man, like you say, they got a big mouth, but they don't put their money where their mouths are. Yeah, they like the air-conditioned dog houses and stuff. But, yeah, uh, that's the heck, correct. the heck with the, the kids that are starving. And they're very concerned about those unborn fetuses, man, but the living, they can drop dead. You know, they can go to hell. <laughs> anyway, my, my wife's a visiting nurse, and I just want to call her a douchebag. She's probably listening right now. Okay. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay, it's 
So it's open phones on the Steve Kane show this afternoon. It would really be interesting to hear some um, real frank, open discussion of some of the uh, seeds that have been planted in the past that lead to today's activities on this program. But I'm not going to hold my breath. It's 1.31, and I want to tell you about something really exciting coming up this weekend at the Melting Pot. And, of course, for the last, uh, gee, it's got to be a year and a half at least now, I've been telling you about the fantastic fondue at the Melting Pot. This is one of the great restaurants in town. There's a lot of fun waiting for you there. You get to dip your own right in the pot. Can I say that? Barely. Yeah, just barely. Probably get a memo <laughs> on it tomorrow. And, uh, you know, dip and dunk. Now, I guess we better not say Be that. Careful, well, the bottom no. line is you cook your own stuff, okay? They bring out the fondue and you dip your stuff in there. It's fantastic. Now, they're going to be open early on Christmas Eve at 4 p.m. That's on Saturday, Saturday right? 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And for the first time ever... At the Melting Pot, they're going to feature a special holiday menu, which is going to include, listen to this, lobster and filet mignon fondue. I hear moaning in the background. Me too. Moaning in the morning, as well as a super deluxe combination of lobster, filet, chicken, and shrimp. And so you and the whole gang, including your out-of-town guests who've never had the great joy of dipping and dunking at the Melting Pot, can just have a sensational time and had really a lot of fun and a great meal to the holiday season, okay? We strongly suggest you make reservations because I have a feeling they're going to be really loaded. Mm-hmm. So be sure and call and make your reservations now. Three melting pot locations. They're at 3044 South Military Trail in West Palm Beach. They're at 9835 Sunset Drive in South Miami. And they're on West Sample Road just east of Pine Island in Coral Springs. Four seconds. Four seconds. Three seconds. The Dolphins have won. 
Okay, 134. Don't start. Don't start. 134, almost 135 at WIOD. we got a call in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, sir. How you doing? Great. How you doing, Glenn? Okay. Uh, I just want to say uh, I was a loyal listener to on Zeta 4 when you was over there. And I went away for a few weeks and uh, come back to turn on your show in the morning. And there's no more near Rogers show. Uh-huh. So I started, you know, checking around the dials. And I turned it to AM, which I frequently do. And, and lo and behold, you're on... W-I-L-D. Shocking, wasn't it? Well, it's good to have, you know, I thought, well, Neil Rogers is gone, and there's nothing to listen to on the radio anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, the music is, you know, I, I listen to my own music, because the music, most of the time, I don't agree with, you know? Yeah, sucks, I think, is the word you're looking for. <laughs> Desperately. Right. Also, uh, I'd like to say, uh, it's great what you're doing for the homeless people, because uh, with, my, with my job, I'm, uh, I come in with in contact with a lot of homeless people myself, and uh, it's degrading to see how they live their lives, you know, and I have, I'm fortunate to have what I have, and uh, I do what I can to, you know, help them out, because, you know, it's a sad situation, you've got people living on the street. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to send a check to the comedian's house, I have the address already. Great. And uh, one question, question to Glenn, if I, if I may. Sure. Uh, I used to live in Lakeland, and... Uh, uh, here we go, now, this is good balance, go I'll, ahead, I'll sir. make it short and sweet. That's okay. Take your time. <laughs> uh, I, I, I went to school. What? I went to what school. What was that? Sound like a little interference on that phone. <laughs> now, yeah, go ahead. Just uh, speak it's, up. It's, uh, it's interference where I'm at. Uh, okay. I'm trying yeah. to move around so we right. won't get nothing. <laughs> there it is again. Okay. Um, I was just reminiscing about when I used to live in Lakeland, and I know Glenn used to live in Lakeland. Uh-huh. Did, did, when I went to school, they used to uh, whip our ass every day. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So to speak. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. They cry to cram our brains with knowledge and whip our ass at the same time. Yeah. Now, at Lakeland. Church of the Immaculate Whip, I think, <laughs> is where this was going on. Is that when you went to school in Lakeland? Lakeland, yes, sir. Yeah, all mm-hmm. right. That explains a lot, doesn't it? It explains a lot, yeah. I don't know if they still do it, but, uh, you know. Anyway. Do you, remember right. the, uh, you remember the Reese Cliff? Did you ever go to the Reese Cliff over on South Florida Avenue? This sounds familiar, but uh-huh. another thing, a uh, restaurant I used to... I, used to I don't need a damn history lesson. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> Do you remember Whataburger? Uh, sure. How about... Yeah, yeah. Oh, jump camp around. that? Can you believe that? No, we have Sorry, any... sir, that was a radio accident on this end. Usually... Usually the radio accidents happen on the other end. We got oh, it on the other end. We got oh, a it's present. On card. Oh, it's present. on card. We got a present from. We got a present from. We got a present from Zeta. New and improved. Zeta. Butt licking. Butt licking. Butt licking. Quacking. Well, we'll just have to put it in here and see what it is, okay? This is Happy Holidays from Sherry and John at Zeta. We're here at Fort Lauderdale's prestigious and award-winning Mandarin restaurant, Bert and Wong. Where we've secretly replaced their gourmet sweet and sour sauce with new and improved butt-licking duck sauce. Let's listen in. Captain Dave. There sure is. Well, there you have it. There ain't no sauce around. But looking duck sauce. Available now at Piggly Wiggly. Why lick the best when you can lick the nest? 
that licking duck song. Okay, well, there's something ought to spice up your holiday for the um, you know, it sounds family, like, right? It sounds like they're listening to us over at Zena. Who's Zeta. that, over at Zena? Yeah. Well, good. I hope they listen close. Because hmm. I'm sure they can relate to us. Got today for the boobs. Go on, the boobs. Hmm. And I think you have a very, I think you have a very funny show. It's a funny show. It's a funny show. It's a funny show. And people who don't like, people who don't like, people who don't like, people who don't like your humor, check your humor, check your humor, check your humor. Just shouldn't listen. Just shouldn't listen. Just shouldn't listen. Just shouldn't listen. Well, you know, the bottom, well, you know, the bottom, well, you know, the bottom, well, you know, the bottom line is when they hire line is when they hire you to do a job, they know exactly what it is you do. I mean, if they haven't listened to you before, then they shouldn't hire you. Obviously, I was, I didn't come from Poughkeepsie and I didn't come from Chicago or Cleveland. I came from right here. I've been on the year 13 years in this market. And so they know what I do on the year and they've heard it a lot. I can assure you that I'm sure a lot of people in this building were closet listeners anyway. So, you know, when they hire you and they put you on the air, you, you know, and I said to them when I came here, let's set the ground rules up front. I said that over and over again. Let's let's find out exactly what you want. If there's anything that's even questionable, let's just forget it. Oh, no, this is great. That's fine. You know, fine. But don't keep waffling and equivocating every other day because you're changing your wonder underwear. That's their problem, okay? And the one thing that really ticks me off about this business is the way that talent gets abused, like Sonny. Okay? Now, Sonny Fox is a good guy, okay? We joke with him a lot and about his phone calls to talk shows. But Sonny's a good guy. I mean, the guy's got a heart of gold. He came in here and gave that check last week for a 1000 bucks, and I matched it for Camilla's house. And I told him on the phone yesterday, I said, you know, I really give you credit more than anybody mm -hmm. because it was after we did that that the response just went crazy. You know, I mean, it just took off like crazy. And I think that the fact that we both showed we were going to put our money where our mouths were yeah. meant something to a lot of people out there and added a lot of credibility. And he has gotten screwed over over there so badly. His ratings are great. He's a good guy. And, and you know, that's this business, man. Uh, these people in management, they ought to be putting some kind of a camp somewhere. Yeah. And I'd be I... more than happy to uh, be the one with the electric prod. You know what What's I'm saying? What's that number again up there? Uh, it's area code 407 <laughs> 833-9080. Okay, and I want to say this also. We got a call at our front switchboard. I don't know if it was legit or not, but it's from somebody claiming to be the attorney for Mr. Abbott or the resource center up there. And if, uh, you know, again, the same kind of stuff that Steve got today, he was talking about the uh, condos up there. And if you don't just stop having people call, you'll hear from us. Well, I don't care if we hear from them or not, because they are a agency that is funded by public funds, uh, their telephones are there to be used by the public, and if they're going to go off and try to interfere with another business, which is us, a private business, uh, and try to interfere with my livelihood, then I've got every right to get my callers to call them in a respectful way. I'm not encouraging any disrespect, and, and, and try to make them understand that they're totally misinformed about this program. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if they're not misinformed, then they're twisting the truth. If they're intentionally doing it, that makes it even worse. Yeah. Okay, Neil. Well, keep it up. I enjoy your show. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, God. 141. Happy holidays in South Florida from your friends at WIOD. <laughs> Home of the brain dead. It's like a festival in here today. <laughs> Did I see somebody come... Would you go, go and look in my mailbox to see if she stuck something else in there? Because if she did... I'm going to lock the studio, man. We'll keep Kane out of here. We'll go till 6. Anyway, it's 142 at WIOD. You know, everything has been so great. What is this, the end of the seventh week? Well, we were curious how long the honeymoon yeah. period would last. How long it would last before they started and, um, it was six weeks. messing all over themselves. Yeah, you know? We found out. We were wondering about that. See, I don't... I mean, I graduated kindergarten a long time ago. I don't know about anybody else in the building, but I graduated long ago. 
And I don't need daily reminders. You know how they used to get like the weekly reader and all those other little... <laughs> I don't need that. I know exactly what's going on. I know better than anybody what's going on and where it's coming from mm -hmm. and how it's happening. Okay? Nothing in there. It's empty-handed. Okay. We were going to let Fat Rich finish the show, but I guess <laughs> that, that won't be necessary. Here's somebody in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. My name is Bill. I'm a first-time caller. Hi, Bill. 45 years old. Yeah. I just called up there, asked to speak to the man... They said that they would take a number and wondered what it was about. Mm -hmm. And I asked them if they were, if he was, in fact, speaking for the foundation yeah. or if he was using the letterhead to further his own uh, feelings. Yeah, it's on the letterhead, by the way. Mm -hmm. So that's basically it. What, what did they say? Uh, they said uh, they took my name and my number, which I gave them freely, mm -hmm. and he said that they would call back with an answer from him. Okay. Okay? Well, keep me posted. Hey. Great show. Keep it up. We're thank, all behind you. Thank you. Bye. 143 at WIOD. I mean, the Adam Walsh Child Resource Center, you know, and this is not the first time this has happened with them. That's correct. We had other correspondents mm -hmm. at Zeta from them, mm -hmm. and uh, I thought they had been straightened out. I mean, they, they received, I know for a fact, they received a personal phone call, and it was explained to them what the show was all about and, uh, you know, about the humor and whatever else. And um, evidently, that's not good enough. And again, to think that the man evidently, I can only assume because he says he's uh, listened to several of the shows on tape, mm -hmm. but has never heard the show. Mm -hmm. So I am sure that what he's talking about is he's heard select excerpts on tape, which yeah. have been sent to him. Yeah. Uh, Palm Beach, hello. Hi, Neil. Yeah. Okay, well, I first actually spoke to this man back in October because I went back to school, you know, to FAU, and I'm going, and I'm, you know, working on my master's. So I, uh, so I just wanted, because this is an area that I was into, and I talked to the man, and he's a pretty stern man. And when I tried to explain to him these figures, which I know as far as the abused children, like 98% are actually abused when it comes to their family environment. Mm, yeah, that's correct. These people are not abused by strangers for the most. We're talking maybe 1% of these people are really abused. And the man wanted to change the subject. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know whether he's homophobic or not. I don't know if that's his problem. But when I hear all these people worrying about what, you're, what you say on the phone, it's really aggravating. Well, it's a radio show. You know, I've said that a million times. Yeah. And, you know, as I said, the fact that there are those people who would like folks in the audience to believe that I'm serious and that I am, uh, you know, that foolish that I'm going to troll for uh, sex on the air, they've got to, they really do need psychiatric help because, I mean, nobody except the most idiotic, I mean, unless you just don't want to work, unless yeah. you're a fool, you just don't do those things, okay? And this is not my first week in the business. I've been doing this a long time. Well, let these people who are really concerned look at, and these are government figures, not just me talking, they can... It's a government agency report so they can find out. The children who are abused, the males who are abused, they're abused by family members for the most part. 98%, maybe even 99%. Mm -hmm. So when they go accusing you, and I mean, what you're doing is all in fun. It's just, well, if it's Mr. Just, Abbott has got any, any uh, underage people or other people who have been uh, abused by me, then let him bring them forward. I'd like to know who they are. Yeah. I'd love to know who they are. Well, just hang tight, you know, and... Uh, and I'm going to say it again. The special prosecutor for the governor, which is a total waste of taxpayers' money, and I can't talk about the background of how that was all instigated, but uh, the special prosecutor found absolutely nothing. Yeah. Okay? Well, you've been through enough. I mean, most people... I, let, let me tell you, sir, I have been through more than enough, okay? Yeah. I've been through more than enough. Yeah, well, everything... And today is the day it stops. And if I have to come on a year tomorrow for four hours and talk about the entire background of this. If that's the only recourse I have, I'll do it. I'll do it. And they can bring Bill McQueek back to do 10 to 2. I don't care. Okay, Neil. Well, listen, I sent in my check for the Mills House, and, uh, and I was very aggravated when I first heard it. So I thought this stop ended up here. But up in Palm Beach County, you know how it is. 
when you were up here a couple of years. I'm your friend who knows Morley. I've talked to you a couple of times about Russ Morley in the past. Yeah. So we know where, where we're coming from. Okay. Okay, man. You take care of yourself. Thanks a lot. Yes? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> I turned my back for... 12 hours, and I'll have a Turning your back is not something you do in this business. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Can I take a look at these letters and memos? Which oh, well, just, uh, well, first of all, I have a very fascinating letter here, which refers generally the same thing, which, uh, you know, is another story. But this is the letter that really, and it's not only the letter, it's the comments on it, because I have had conversations with the powers that be here <laughs> the last couple of days and made it very clear, very clear, that I'm going to do the show um, you know, and every time you think you have an understanding, you get another reminder that we have a responsibility to do this and do that and say not to do this and not do that. And I'm not interested in that, okay? This is not my first job in a business. Are you reading the letter? I read the letter, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, of course, we know where this comes from, but I can't. I mean, you could discuss it on your show. I cannot discuss it. Why don't you? You can't. <laughs> well, Why I, know are you I mean, everybody knows where it comes from. I don't think that's that's the issue. Well, it was it, you know, you gave it a lot of time about a year ago, a year and a half ago on your show. The one side of it, I think the audience deserved, the audience of this station uh, deserved to know the other side of the story and what has transpired since then. Of course, that's a management decision. And they may, you know, get another carton of Pampers out if you even suggested you were going to do that. But I think they've got a right to know. This has gone far enough. Well... I, I have a lot of thoughts about this that I was going to share with you in private. I'm not sure I want to do it over the no, airwaves, okay. but I mean, you know, we have a, a common interest here. And uh, I have found, I, based on what I'm reading there, the, these letters, you know, come in all the time. I mean, different mm -hmm. versions of them pertaining to my show as well. So oh, I, mean, I understand that. I mean, no, I understand that, but it's just when I get, not just a, the copy of the letter itself would, it would have been okay. I wouldn't have been surprised by that. But then with the reminder again on here again... Uh, I don't think I need to be reminded, okay? I think we well, have some people overreacting, getting extraordinarily nervous, and uh, showing us that they're not quite as courageous or sure of themselves as I they would, think. I would just and say, I, I would say this based on the, on the, not so much on the letter, but on the memo that's attached to it. I, I think management at the station is a lot more on your side, not on my side, than I think you're feeling right now. And I think it's management's job to write memos and write notes, and I think they know that, and I think they, you know, there, there are memos. I've been getting memos and notes since I've gotten mm. here under a couple of different administrations, mm -hmm. and I've had some differences in terms of programming with Bill Wise. We've sat down, we've talked about it. There, You know, we compromise. I have no problem with through. that. I have no uh, problem with but that. But I don't think, I, I, I think you are, again, I'm trying to put this, you know, uh, nicely. I, I think management's a lot more with you than you may think at this point. I mean, at this point, that, I'm that, here, I hear you equate the them with Zeta that's Management. That's not the point. I, I the don't fact think is, that when case. you've taken a year and a half of this crap, and they certainly were well aware of it when I came here, and I made them extremely aware of the fact that it was not going to stop, okay? And when you receive another, yet another copy, and you notice who it's sent to, the general counsel, uh, Miss Killery, who's one of those right-wing... Well, we, we understand what um, all that is about, and I yeah. agree with you that that is... But you see, I don't think... I, 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 all I'm saying is, on the bottom line, I think that management is... I think a lot of what you're reacting to has to do with what you went through at Zeta, mm -hmm. and I think because of the, the... And it was a horror yeah, show. Yeah, but when you see it starting to happen again... See, I've well, lived it, mm -hmm. okay? I understand. And when you, when you live the experience, and it starts out at one point, and then it continues progressing, you have to nip it in the bud. You can't I agree because with that. I don't think there is anybody yeah. in this business, I really mean it, whether it's Howard or anybody, 
who is prepared for the ongoing day in and day out no, I agree with you, invasion and I, and I of their job and their life that I have gone through for the last year and a half. I agree, but I think the only mistake you're making is in equating these people with Zeta because I think, in fact, you suggested off the air that you and I go out with uh, Mike and Spike and sit down and, you know, other stuff. I don't think there's, I don't think there is the problem with management here that you, you know, that you're feeling at this point. I think that uh, they're going to work with you and I don't think, I think they're going to support you and I think they appreciate what you bring to this station and I don't think they're going to jeopardize that and well they already have they well, already have today i think you're i think you're i think you're overreacting to their feelings about it i i mean i don't think there is i think they're a lot more supportive of you than you than you think and i think when you sit down with if we sit down with them i think they're going to tell you that uh and i think that's the good news i mean i, I it's obviously to be in an adversary situation with management is not a, a good situation i don't think you're in that situation with these people i think uh yeah, mike and uh and and uh bill wise are with you i think they're in your corner i think they're going to support you and i think when push comes to shove with mr jerk who's you know involved in 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 uh, promulgating all this stuff i think they're on your side and they're not going to take it and i think the my reading of that memo is it's fairly innocuous i mean i i, I think okay thank you I'm just trying to help. You understand? And I'm on your side. I mean, God, I mean, you know, your freedom is my freedom. You understand that? And uh, so I, uh, you know, when I... When well, who I, is this from? What is that? It's on the fax machine. Please deliver. Neil, you're not soliciting. You might be a pervert on occasion. I've never heard you soliciting. Miami's upper yuppers, thank you for the support of Camilla's house. Without, with your help, we're helping... Hang tight, mellow out, love the show, facts. P.S. Tell the audience to stop the duck remarks. The guy's name is Glenn. And then it has an attachment which says, Young girls should be obscene and not heard. Now, that's cute. Of course, that's what the memo says the, on the facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not say that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Toyota of Hollywood like to have... W-I-O-D. So anyway, it's 155. <laughs> Aside from that, what's new? At W-I-O-D. Uh, now... In the wake of your show yesterday, and I couldn't agree with you more because, you know, a lot of times I disagree, but, I, you know, the furor that was made over this poor guy in Sunrise who went out and mm -hmm. did what was comes unreal. naturally, which is, and then, then that jerk that calls you, well, why do you think it should be legalized? It's been legal for so long in every Western year, in every civilized country, except this immature juvenile country where we just can't grow up and accept sex as a normal part of everyday life. We just have to be... You know, on the one hand, you see it everywhere you look on television. They're running around in the nude and they're using the words now and everything else. But on the other hand, outwardly, we have to put on this puritanical attitude because America is so afraid of it. You know, the S word. It's like and, deja vu with Lenny Bruce. I, when I was yeah, riding home yeah, yesterday, I was thinking about that. You know, it doesn't matter what you do, but you can't say the yeah, word. You can't right. to say masturbate but, on but the air. I mean, last like, night on the news, on Channel 4, they showed clips from this meeting from they the had meeting I heard about where it, he yeah. resigned yeah. and I'm going to tell you if you could have seen these na now they weren't all old but the majority in Sunrise you can imagine they looked like Methuselah's <laughs> grandmother in drag and they were carrying on in a venom you could see it in their faces the hate like boy we're nailing somebody now you know and he's mm -hmm. this sinner and this terrible vindictive right yeah the, the worst and that that's what really breaks your heart because like I said if Jerry Studs had been a representative from Florida I don't think he'd be in the Congress anymore you know he mm. went back to Massachusetts and they reelected him and he gets reelected every two years they don't care about his sex life that's not important were you uh, listening when Mayor Hoffman called in and said that not only has he never uh, engaged in any activity like that but he's impotent but uh, oh no that, no, that was the, that was the imposter that, that was great that was classic I didn't know it was a great put on I didn't know it was yeah. a put on until he said that but uh, when the real mayor 
don't know why you in. were so surprised, though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the guys lived in Sunrise all this long. It rubs off. Well, so I, I, speak. I was surprised at the candor. That's what made me realize this couldn't be a politician. Mm -hmm. No politician yeah. is that honest. <laughs> but uh, but the, the thing is, not only has he never done anything like that, but there is no... This, i got to tell you, they have a great mayor out there in Sunrise. He has no skeletons in his closet. He has never in his... Perfect. He's 53 perfect. has done anything wrong huh. or anything right. He's never and, done anything, period. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why he's the mayor oh, of Sunrise. What a place that is. Oh, Do you hear the guy called up and, and chewed me out for uh, uh, bringing up the, the question of how many times uh, uh, last year George Bush masturbated? Ooh. You never heard that? No. No, it was great. What we were talking about, you know, being candid in government. I'm what saying, was the answer? I, we don't know the answer. That you only mean Jeb didn't call in? Only, no, no, no. I know, but I didn't mean it in disrespect. I mean, the point that I'm trying to make is that we all do things that uh, you don't perhaps uh, speak about in the course of a political debate, mm -hmm. uh, and that doesn't make them wrong or evil, but it's just we've been so brainwashed and conditioned against sex in this culture that things that are natural, like masturbation, mm -hmm. God forbid you should get up and say, well, I did it 200 times last year. I mean, you'd never be elected to anything. Right. People aren't prepared for that kind of honesty, okay. even though they may have done it 250 times, you mm -hmm. know? Not so, in Sunrise. Not in Sunrise, Listen, perhaps. if they did it three times in Sunrise, they wrote it on the <laughs> calendar, okay? They wrote it in their diary. Now, uh, what, what's the country, Sweden, or some country that elected a porno star to uh, Italy. government? Italy. To a Chicolina. Government office. Yeah, and see the difference? Yes. Incredible difference. I have a great story with Chicolina. When we were traveling in Italy two years ago, I went to a porno movie in Italy. She was in it. Uh, and there is definitely a, a, a profound difference between Italian porno and American porno. She had the most incredible 20-minute scene with a horse. <laughs> that I have ever seen anyway, in uh, life. The Leo Rocker show ended 60 seconds ago, ladies and gentlemen. That, that was part of an extended Steve Kane show today, and I pardon the use of the word extended oh, at this particular part God. of the program. Have a wonderful day. I know I certainly am looking forward to a scintillating afternoon. What it's going to be day. one of the greatest in my life. And, uh, you know, well, somebody will be here tomorrow at 10. I think uh, Bill McQuig is going to be returning tomorrow at 10 on 610 WIOD. Have a great life.